Disappointment, all right. It's for the intro. Don't dump it in the keyboard this time. Nice try, Phil. Nice try. Good. Good. Pack your bags. We're going. Welcome back again. Back to back. Double header uh, of this mess. Uh, it's your own fault for being here, to be honest. So don't blame me. Phil. Yes, we should. We are going to cut YouTube, I think. That's a good idea. We'll get on to that. 205. 205. 205. Curtains! That's it. Canada is done. <laughs> We're done. Ooh. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Ooh, we are in trouble now. We are in a big problem now. Um, holy hell. There's a lot to get into with that. I mean, between the prime minister threatening everybody and... Uh, you know, Western leaders around the world referring to us as basically non-citizens and scum that need to be dealt with. I think we've crossed the uh, into the next phase here. Oh, and we owe more money than any country in the world per capita per person. We're upside down and dead, and the country is deaf. It's mathematically impossible not to implode. That's 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 just how it is. Like the comet, there it, there it is. Uh, it's coming. It's going to hit us. No, no avoiding it now. So you know, get your get your affairs in order. Um, I there is a, some kind of a problem going on. It's choppy for some, it's bouncing around. I've had this happen before. I'm going to probably cut YouTube and see if that works uh, because I mean, screw them. You know, uh, they're the they're the voice here. Uh, Rumble seems to be working okay for you guys. Is it choppy over there? I don't know. Somebody's causing problems, and I suspect that it's YouTube. So I'm going to go ahead and shut them down here in a minute. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please go find the uh, the Rumble link or, or Entropy or Twitch even if you want. Um, inside the Entropy uh, box, you can go up and click the little uh, window button there to go to that channel. Um, some people, I'm watching the Rumble count go up now. 300, 310, 320, there we go. Bring them over, bring them over. Uh, I'm going to cut the YouTube feed here in a second. If it if it works okay, uh, if somebody want, somebody of the mods want to put it in the... Uh, YouTube chat there for me. That would be great. Oh, you know what? I could just do it myself if, if I wasn't so lazy because a couple of clicks of my finger is apparently more than I'm willing to do, it turns out, all of a sudden. There's one. There's two. There's the rum. There's uh, Lee. Thank you for the entry, entropy link is there on YouTube, and uh, I just pasted the rumble link in there. It's one, one of the two. And you know what? Just for just for old time's sake, uh, <laughs> here's a... Here's a Twitch uh, mirror you can go check out. That's not it. That's my dashboard manager. So you can't use that, but <laughs> son of a bitch. Son of bitch. Here it, here it is. Here you have make now go to it. Uh, in Poland, we have called this idiot time who will not know how to function his own equipment. Idiot time is happening now. All right. 
We're good? Sorry. Um, if it doesn't if it doesn't change anything or if it levels out, I'll just bring well, no, it's still it's still bouncy. So YouTube, I unceremoniously cast you into the depths of hell. Um, <laughs> we'll see if it brings back. And uh, if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. All right. Um, all we to Zane. Let's see what happens. Powering down. Let's see. Next episode, wear a Slav suit. That was the last comment I saw. Jumbo Slice. Um, people are still talking. YouTube is working. No, not really. Well, it's causing... Uh, we're having some issues with stability here. Um, I'm not sure why that is. Uh, maybe maybe a bandwidth thing. I'm not sure. Um, if it doesn't resolve itself, if it stays the same, I'll just put it back on. But we'll give it a minute. Exactly 60 seconds. <laughs> On the clock. We don't have a clock! Oh, the internal dialogue that always becomes external is always embarrassing. Uh, you know. Let's just, all right, whenever, we'll see. Take your time, internet goblins. We'll just, uh, you know, it's, it's over anyway. Every Nine trillion in debt. Getting closer, going faster than a if we quadrupled the GDP of Canada... And then only use that money to pay the debt, it would take a hundred years to pay off. That's how fucked we are. Go ahead and spend it. Who fucking cares? Let's just burn it to the ground. Hmm. Is it better? More stable? Less? Just waiting with our preferred elevator music here. Trade your children for food, bread lines, and police state commies. Oh, it sucks. So bad. I need an update, Entropy. Let's go. Are we are we going or are we not going? Rumble, how are, is it going? What are we doing? Is it working? Bottle caps. We may need to go to bottle cap currency. Fallout. We might have to do that. Something. Uh, no, Entropy works fine. Entropy's fine. Everybody seems to be... Is it... I don't know. Ever, nobody, nobody answers me. They're here, but no one, no one listens to anything that I'm saying, ever. It's weird. It seems to be stable now, I think. Is it? Is it not? What? Hello? No, it's not. It's not fixed at all. Every day seems a little longer. Every way loves a little stronger. Come Thank you, Billy. That, that's all. That's all for now. That's all for now. I'm just going to turn it back on. Screw it. I'm turning YouTube back on, because it doesn't make any difference, it seems like. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Quebec is booming all the right. Is it? Well, we'll see about that in just a moment. My internet is uh, shit. It's just, I don't know why that is. It is what it is, but, uh, oh, is it coming back? It seems to be powering back up now. I'll give it a minute. Just, just eine Minuten. Um, I don't like splitting them up like this, but because YouTube has abused us the most and has canceled the most people and has become the most scum-like and everything, I, I, that's the one I always, always cut out. But uh, it seems to be fine or not. I don't know. Hello, I'm asking you for like, is it, is it, what's the, what's the experience like on your end? What are we talking about here? I don't know. I'm not watching myself, so I don't know. And if no, no one tells me, uh, it's good. It's good. Too, okay. No one answers because you're muted. <laughs> well, the equalizer says otherwise. I know I'm not. Why do I feel like I've shrunk? Am I, am I sh what's going on? Why am I so low in the chair? Yeah, there is a lot of lag spikes. I don't know what's going on with that. Probably, um, 
It's probably thieves. It's probably it's probably thieves. It's nonsense. Reverend Chad, how are you? He says, let it all burn. Well, you're going to get your wish, sir. It's, it does seem to be how we're going. Does not want to boog, but will. Says, happy New Year's, bigots, and may this year be the end of the COVID shit. It's going to be the end of a lot of things. I don't know if that's going to be it, but you never know. Dan the Rage Canadian. <laughs> the voice of an angel. Was it? Yeah, I was, I was just screwing around. Um... <laughs> How many boys can you haul off this mountain? Shoot full of holes, cuffed and laying in the stream. People don't like that song. I don't like country music. It's a Civil War song from a southerner, you know? All about uh, government come to get you, you know? And then they come into town, stark raving anger, with all kinds of guns and... Looking for answers, and I don't remember the rest of the words. Hey, who, down to down. My dog ran away, and my wife fucked my best friend. My truck broke down, and I got bit by a snake. If I didn't know any better at all, that's how every country music song sounds to me. That was terrible. Greg Arcade is on his way to kill me right now. Is the entropy chat not working or not? Or what? What's going on here? Let me see. It should have been pulling from YouTube. I hope it's not. Are we down everywhere? Mass bigotry. Okay. Oh, entropy did go down for a moment there. I wonder if it's... Uh, is it pulling from YouTube? How dare you? What's going on? That could explain some things. That would probably... That would explain why it stopped working, if that is what it believes to be. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Better than lefty metal music. Le lefty metal music is a thing. That was a fun run around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pixel. It just, you know. <laughs> Peace down. At this, uh, this tends to happen, too. They like to do this. It's, I don't know. I think it's a bot farm that it's always right on, right on time. I piss a lot of people off. I don't care. Um, it's just one of those things. They'll uh, eventually give up over time because I'm never going anywhere. I'm just going to keep doing this forever and ever. This is three years of this now. Uh, I'm not going to stop anytime soon. They can just... Uh, they can sit on it. They can sit on it and suck it back. Jaded Mandarin, thank you very much. That's very, very way much, muchly much too generous of you, but I appreciate that. Um, you psycho. Ammo beer and Nanaimo bar fund. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went a little crazy. It's an old, old leftover joke from the Army days. They used to, when we would have, uh, you know, they'd bring the, the food and stuff out to us in the field. There's always, like, the meals, and there's always desserts and stuff. And they always, they love the Nanaimo bars. And I was trying really hard to, to, to get really, really in shape. Like, not, like, in shape. I mean, like, psycho level, like, David Goggins kind of fit level. I was, wasn't eating anything sugar. I was dialed the fuck in. But I love Nanaimo bars. And these guys would not stop fucking around with me and uh, trying to feed me Nanaimo squares. And, uh, you know, they'd tease me with it and taunt me with it and go, oh, Have a Nanaimo square, Mac. <laughs> I ha and then sometimes I would indulge and eat all of them because I'm a pig. Um, what is going on here? Entropy died. Yeah, interesting. I see that. There are people in the Twitch chat there. Hello! Uh, is mirroring YouTube to Entropy and shut down both of them? It shouldn't be. It should be the Twitch feed, but uh, Entropy itself is just dead right now. Don't know why. Mm, probably the same usual reasons. Russians, aliens, Illuminati, uh, Jewish reptiles. Um, I don't know. All kinds of things, but uh, it's not working. The whole site's down. Th this happens a lot, and I keep telling them about this, and they're like, oh, you know, um, they're, they're, you know, it looks like the Kazakhstani internet right now. <laughs> Where is this? 
check this out. Because Kazakhstan's in the middle of a re- rebel uh, revolution right now. They're overthrowing the government. They're setting things on fire, shooting people. There's ammo. Uh, guns are being distributed to citizens. Uh, a couple of buildings have been burned down and bombed and blown up, and it's complete chaos over there. And as you can see here, um, this is the network connectivity of uh, Kazakhstan uh, this year, and it just drops right to zero there all of a sudden today because they cut the feed. Shut it down! Shut it down! Which they literally did because uh, who knows what's going to happen. Russia's talking about military intervention. Complete chaos over there. So what? You know, let's, let's enjoy that. <laughs> be fun to watch. No, no, I can't do a new session on Entropy because Entropy doesn't exist. It's gone. It's not, the whole site is kaput. Uh, it won't even pick up the feed. Oh, now it seems to be back now. But this does happen a lot, if we've noticed. Isn't it? Isn't that strange? Isn't that funny? Whenever I try to do something, it uh, just, hmm, huh, hmm, weird, you know? Yeah, it's still, uh, they get DDoSed and stuff, I don't know. Or maybe the Russians shut them down. Maybe Kazakhstan has a, has a, a first strike option against the Russians and they, they nuked Entropy's headquarters. That could have happened as well. Um, <laughs> Windsor 519 says, time to do that shit here. It's, it's coming, man. You can't treat people like this. Um, oh, my God, I dropped my bottle opener. Uh, it is not linked from Twitch to Entropy. It's YouTube. If you right-click the video. It, it shouldn't be. That's interesting. I'm going to... Let me... Uh, they may have updated something on their end or switched something. I don't know. I'm going to shoot them a quick message right now. The gremlins that ate the World War II plane wires. That could be what it is. That's my top suspicion right now. It is that, that it is the gremlins. Um, Rumble kind of works. Don't give me a kind of. Um, still getting the same kind of packet loss here. Um, yeah, entries cooked right now. I don't know why it's doing what it's doing, but uh, let me bear with me here while I do it quick. Uh, where's the guy? Manuel. Hello. Um, do do do. Oh, there's, they're having problems over here. Oh, that's old. That's old. Um, shit. <laughs> um, it seems. <sighs> I don't know. He'll get back to me. It's Russia. What time is it there? Does anybody know? Does it matter? YouTube's working better than Rumble. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't care. I'm just gonna record. Works, doesn't work, doesn't matter. It doesn't even doesn't even matter anymore. I mostly just primarily do this for Spotify anyway. <laughs> Upload it to there. That's my new home. Is inside your truck on the way to work. Um, what you call internet and TV needs to be shut off for that to happen in the West. Yeah, you know what? That that uh, might be a good blessing in disguise, wouldn't it? Entropy's dead entirely. Um, I'm just waiting to see if this resolves itself. If it doesn't, I don't care. I'm just gonna carry on without it. Do, 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 do. How are you guys? How was your, uh, since yesterday? It's only been a day, right? It's just, I was just here a minute ago. Uh, redirecting automatically. Oh, what is happening with this? It's boring. It's boring. I'm just going to work on it and try to do two things at once and see if it fixes itself. And if it doesn't, I don't care. Uh, anybody got a wood stove? Did you know those are going to be illegal soon? That was, I've talked about this before. Because it's in the agenda 2020 or 2030, whichever iteration of it that it was. That is one of the things they want to eliminate because carbon, because pollution and this kind of thing. And it's just it's just a ploy to uh, deprive you of your self-sufficiency, to, to, to take you away from any kind of uh, you know, ability to provide for yourself and bring you into being you're reliant on the state, on the government to survive, exist and do anything. And, uh, you know, heating your home in the wintertime, well, they'd really rather use those big corporations and those, uh, you know, natural gas, uh, you know, electricity, power plants, uh, whatever it is, coal, oil, you know, owned by people that aren't us. 
because, I mean, trees are everywhere. People have been heating, them, heating their homes with wood fires uh, since, geez, I don't know, forever, since the beginning of time, since we've existed. Um, but now they want to uh, make that go away because, well, you know, climate change or something. Uh, and that's this from the BBC News uh, UK. Wood burners, most polluting fuels to be banned in the home. They're pollution. They're pollution, you see. That's why um, when everything was primarily heated by a uh, wood stove, like in like World War One and before then, that's why the dinosaurs died. Um, because there was too many wood stoves, and that is what caused the climate catastrophe, which killed uh, almost everything and everyone, except for um, except for uh, minorities, who then uh, created white people later to only you know as a slave race. <laughs> Why not? We're in, you know I don't know. They invent reality all the time. Why can't I do it? It's only fair. It's only fair. Is this thing working yet or not? Tammy Douglas. That's it. I'm breaking in the wood burning fireplace now. You should. Um, get a hold of them if you want one. Get one now because they're not going to be able to, uh, you're not going to have them for much longer. It's going to be a little bit. A thousand people on Rumble. This is a new record. Wow. Uh, thank you. Wonderful. Seems to be working. Um, can you see? Whoa, whoa. Uh, no, I can't. There is no entropy chat. It's, it's dead, I don't believe. Or maybe we may be back now. Let's try again. It's very, very slow. Very slow. This happens a lot. It kind of, uh, the hell is that? A plane taking off? Man, there's weird noises down here. Um, they get, like, the traffic spike and the whatever the hell they do to it, and then it kind of levels off after, what, 30 minutes or so. But uh, once they're, whatever their countermeasures are, they kick in. Yeah, here we go. Um, can I continue the new session or same with the old one? Nope. I cannot. I'm going to have to go back. But I did get that. Evidence violates TOS. Thank you, sir. He says, hey, General, happy Boog 22. Hatefully yours. Private uh, Ev Tivas, Frontline Combat Shotgun Infantry Division. P.S. Omegatacron BIPOC YOLO. This is all very, very good news. <laughs> Has it updated on YouTube? Is it still running the same one? It is. I got to go do a new session now. And then I'm going to drink that. And I'm going to get real weird and talk about weird things that, um, well, they're weird. Because the whole universe is weird. Nothing makes sense anymore. Everything's upside down. Everything's run by clowns. What's up is down. Black is white. Two plus two is five. Girls are boys. Boys are girls. What's bad is good, and what's good is bad. Welcome to the, uh, welcome to the new Thunderdome. Earth, now, today, Canada. Where nine trillion dollars in debt is a good thing. It's a good thing. And, uh, you know, our, our leaders can muse about destroying us out in the open on TV. If I make jokes about hat people or, or anything like that, oh, uh, well, Jesus Christ, we're going to run you through the coals. We're going to report you to the police. We're going to do all these kinds of things. But, you know, I'm just a guy with an with a, with a Internet show. Um, you know, 10,000, 20,000 people listen to it, and that's, that's that. We, have a, we leave, leave a, you know, we're having our, our, our happy, silly time and, uh, you know, keeping to ourselves. I'm not the leader of a G7 nation suggesting that something be done about a minority population. That's factually correct. Uh, that is where we are at now. That's what's happening. This is a uh, this is a quote from Justin Trudeau. Again, I played it yesterday, but this is it in English, translated from French. And it says, we're going to end this pandemic by proceeding with the vaccination. There is still a part of the population fiercely against it. They don't believe in science or progress. I don't believe in science or progress. Okay. And are very often misogynistic and racist. This guy is literally a, uh, a Babylon Bee, a woke male headline. 
Continuing, he says, they take up some space. Oh, what's wrong, Justin? We, we take up space? What are we? Are we in your Lebensraum? Or do we need to be eliminated for the furtherance of the... What the hell was that? Ooh, ooh, weird. Um, this leads us... What? As a leader and as a country to make a choice, do we tolerate these people? What? Do we tolerate your own... Uh, yes, you do tolerate your own citizens. President of tolerance and diversity and inclusion and hugging. You are such a lying sack of garbage and probably the most uh, evil person to ever hold office in this country. But he's not even... Uh, he's incompetent. He's an imbecile. He's a coward. Um, he's a thief. He's a traitor. He, he's every... Okay, this has to stop. This has to stop now. What is this? Who is blueing me? Mute! Mute these notifications. Forever. Not even for a little while, forever. Um, you know, that was the 29th of December, published in the Western Standard, but the quote was from this, the election cycle, actually, from September. He said it in French, and he said it in Quebec, and nobody noticed. And isn't that often how they like to do things? You're misogynistic, you're racist, you, you're a science denier, you, you're just all the bad things. These are the parallels he's drawing because you're, well, you're not uh, on board with the, with the money train. Why is it a money train? Well, he, you know, he did buy 400 million doses. 400 million more. This is in May. May 21st. So whatever we had in the stockpile of May 21st, Ottawa just decided to go ahead and we're just going to we're just going to go ahead and buy 400 million more. Okay? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um you guys know how to do math? Uh I'm going to round up. I'm going to include probably Let's just say there's 38 million people in Canada. 400 million doses. So 400 million divided by 38 million, 400 divided by 38, that's 10 and a half doses per person in the country. But there's not going to be an aggressive booster campaign that goes, you know, ad finitum into the in, into inter, into eternity forever. No. No, no, no. There's just that's a conspiracy theory. It's forever, guys. Worst case scenario, this is just money laundering, and he, he's buying himself, he's paying himself with your money because he is financially um, connected to this in various ways that I don't, I haven't taken the time to really, to really uh, um, get into that myself enough to, to, to really like break it down, but I've seen enough to be convinced that there's something there that, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, he's, he's invested personally in, in these, uh, these companies. As are a lot of other people that are demanding, like Dr. Fauci, that demanding that, you know, this has to be done. We need more and more and more and more and more. 400 million doses, right? Because one isn't enough, two isn't enough, three isn't enough, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They already released the QR codes out of Alberta and Ontario. Some brave soul leaked those, leaked the software programming of the QR codes to the Internet, to the world. And wouldn't you know what says on your, your QR code that you're going to have to have, that you're going to need to be uh, scanned to be a person? Uh, because they've rolled this out in Ontario, if I can find it. Uh, dummy, 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 come on. Where is it here? Come on! I don't know. Where the hell did I... Fuck. It's around somewhere. Maybe it's in my old... It's, I think it's in my old note, notepad here. Um, or I think I got this yesterday, did I not? Maybe I did. Just take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> it exists. Um, the, that's going to be the, the vaccine passport in Ontario now. The QR code, which is, again, a Trojan horse for total control of your life. 
um, via a scannable identification, a digital identification. It's already been trialed in, in China. Um, social credit is tied into this. Basically, be a good boy or we turn off your power. We turn off your bank account. We turn off your ability to do anything, go anywhere. Maybe, maybe you won't be able to buy food. I don't know. Whatever they want, whatever they want. If you if you take the French prime minister's, the French president's word for it is, um, he's going to do this to the end until you're destroyed. Um, that's what he said. And literally translated from French, I think he said, "I shit on the unvaccinated people," and he's going to re destroy, like fight them to the end, and all of this kind of all of this kind of crazy nonsense that only comes out of the mouth of a demagogue, tyrant, maniac, a lunatic. Apparently, he wants to die. Uh, he must. He must. I, I can't. I can't think of any other reason uh, why you would act this way. Um, you have absolutely no chance of surviving. <laughs> I don't think. I need to get. I need to get. I need my medicine. Daddy needs his medicine. Um, and I think. Oh, for God's sakes! I hate how this works sometimes. Philip. Oh my God! I hate iTunes so much, but it's just. Uh, it's just the way I use things and have been using it so. You know, I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna not blame myself. I'm gonna be a mature adult about this and blame everybody else but me for my own problem that I created because that's how it's done. <laughs> All right, guys, 205. We are. This country is is in trouble big time, and I'm gonna show you that it. Country's doomed. We are not. But uh, if you work for the government, I wouldn't get comfortable if I were you. Uh, you're fucked. You're beyond fucked. Enjoy. See what happened now? My seat had lowered. My seat had lowered itself. I'm like Dr. Evil over here. What's going on with this freaking chair? What is happening? Windsor 519 says, fuck that guy. With regards to Trudeau, fuck you, make me. That is, that's how it's going to be. Plaid Padre, how are you, sir? One final grift before I finalize my order on the night train. i got to move this so I can look at you guys here. Biggest get your two inch by three inch Velcro dangle on flag patches for $7 each. Shipped in Canada. Email patches. If you don't know how to spell patches, please Google it. Please look it up. I believe in you. Patches of Dagalon at protonmail.com with quantity and address. Do not DM him. Death to Stalin and all of that. I feel like I'm in the sky now compared to where I was. Why didn't anybody tell me I was so low to the ground? Zool McBoog, DTT, death to, oh, I know what you mean, death to redacted, evidence violates TOS, he says, your mama's so circulonian, she thinks a super chat happens when Cuban Trujo wears a fake rainbow flag cape during coked out Zoom calls, oh my goodness, hey, Julie Moore is in here, she was in there talking earlier, I was in, I raided her chat for a little bit and pu pushed everyone, I flipped a table, Spit at a guy, and then she made me leave. But, you know, it's all right. 
It's all right. We're, we're okay. Um, <laughs> Zebek's demise on, on Rumble says, Macron's trying to revive the French tradition of chopping the heads off of leaders. Yeah, that's I'm okay with that. That's, that's totally fine. I can't believe how many people are on Rumble right now. This is bananas. Rumble's got quite a few, quite a few on uh, Twitch as well. Entropy's doing well. Well, I don't know what happened today, but every everybody's here today apparently. <laughs> hey, Mercer, I'm at a good height. That's good. That's good. We want to be at it. We want to be at a good height. Um, let's see here. Yep, it's totally lagged out and fucked up. I don't care. I don't care. It's going to be on. Uh, it is what it is. Don't let the Circulonian internet uh, disrupt you. Now. Where do we begin? We might as well get right to that because that's, well, I mean, this is for, well, stupid, stupid first. This is obviously, obviously very stupid. I told you about this. Did you think I was lying? Did you think uh, Tormund's Giants, was that what it was on Twitter? I can't remember. Was he lying? No, they weren't lying. A Los Angeles County COVID testing site confirmed the first local case of Florona or influenza combined with the CCP virus that causes COVID coming in after a teen in Texas confirmed he was diagnosed with the two viruses. Jesus Christ. Just turn it off. Turn it the fuck off already. This is retarded. This is so... Turn it, off. turn it all off. Blah, blah, blah. He did a thing and blah, blah, blah. Mild symptoms. Very mild symptoms that could easily be confused with sinusitis. Oh, my God, really? I had a sinus infection of December 2019. You know what that probably was? It was probably Fluorona, Corona, Delta, Omicron, Super Duper. De you know what? I didn't even fucking notice. Barely noticed. COVID and the flu are two respiratory diseases caused by separate viruses. Do you see? Do you like how they're now conflating the two things, how COVID and the flu, they're trying to walk themselves out of this and then eventually end up at, well, you know, it's the same as the flu. You know, like we were saying the whole time. And they're trying to uh, trying to backpedal their way out of this mess. Um, don't let them. You've destroyed the country. You've destroyed Western civilization. Uh, this is the end of an era, the end of an empire, the Western empire. It's all over. The Chinese have got us dead to rights. They're basically living in fucking spaceships over there. Have you seen what they're doing? See their New Year's Eve celebration? They've got giant holograms. It, it's insane. It looks like cyberpunk. It looks like a, it looks like a, it looks like an alien planet. I'm not kidding. Chinese cities right now are intense. Uh, there's subway stations and, and trains that look like spaceports. Uh, all right, they've got bullet trains everywhere. They've got everything you could imagine. And in the United States, you've got, you know, a methed out, uh, you know, cracked out guy with no teeth trying to stab you to death in New Jersey in a subway as the, as the you know, the walls and tiles and stuff are crumbling. And there's 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 giant mutant rats in the, in the sewer. No one even knows who they are now. They've developed their own language. Like, it's a mess. It's a complete mess. Um, the Chinese have, uh, they got us. They, they won. You know, it's over. <laughs> Which sucks, uh, but you know we're gonna have to, uh, you know, just navigate. I mean, people. I mean, imagine this: you're you're living in the Roman Empire when the when the Gauls have like sent, like it's on the it's over, right? You're in the Byzantine Empire as it collapses, or the Holy Roman Empire as it collapses, or or whatever happens all the time. Not new. I have a little story I want to read towards the end of this, and uh, I can you know further you know show you that uh, it's about Charles the Second, who's a a king or ruler of Spain at the end of their indestructible, timeless, thousand-year empire, right? It happens. Julie Moore, there she is. She said, appreciated your presence in my chat more than you know. More than I know? You're too nice to me. I appreciate it. Um, keep it up. I'm glad, I, I, you know, she said she took a, took a week off and just played video games like a teenager. Good, good for you. You need to. Everybody needs those breaks. Take them, take them when you need to. Robert E. Legal says, remember Charlie Hebdo and the cartoon drawing of Muhammad that the Islamists in France shot a guy with an AK in broad daylight for? <laughs> 
wonder if these guys are pro quarterly boosters and Macron uncitizening them. What could go wrong? It's really hard to say. I don't know where they're at with this. There, there's information overload. The zone is flooded, flooding the zone big time. Um, well, that reminds me of something I was supposed to do for Media Bear, and I didn't get a chance. Uh, I'm going to try to get him uh, if he's busy, if he's not busy. On the 15th, Diagabol. I've reached a couple of uh, comedians that I know from Western Canada. They're going to stop by. Um, I got a little room for all, all a lot of the other uh, community people that are going to be around. We're going to be here probably um, 11 o'clock Eastern to 11 o'clock. Uh, it'll be 12 hours. We did this last year. I'll start in the morning, afternoon, early afternoon, something like that, maybe noon, and then just we'll just go till till my head explodes. And, uh, you know, you guys can come hang out and whatever. Pop in, leave, do whatever you want. I'm just going to sit here and live on nothing. But I'm going to be so messed up. Oh, my God. I'm going to drink this whole bottle. I'm going to be so high. It's just going to be silence. I'm just going to sit here and silently. St- like, I don't even know what, I don't even know what's going on. I'm just going to watch the chat, trying to read it and freak out. I'm like, nothing's ever going to go back to normal, is it? And then slowly have a panic attack and <laughs> cut my own ear, not, ear off with, like, Van Gogh or something. Have a total nervous breakdown. I try and jam myself inside a Colbert over there. Just end it, Colbert! I don't want to live anymore! Eat some lemons again? No, God, no. That was horrible. I, I'll have to think of something, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, $9 trillion in debt because of the liberals. Yeah, that's right. We should, uh, let's do that. Because, you know, Florona, be very afraid, be very, very scared, very, 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 very worried about all of that. Now, um, I, I'm not kidding when I say this, and I'm going to show you a visual uh, presentation here in just a minute. To, if, if you don't really understand how much money this is, you need to. Um, I mean, I'll just get this quickly first. Come on, computer. Come on, computer. Okay, according to... Hmm. Oh, we're actually going down, are we? <laughs> Our GDP was 1.8 trillion, but now it's close to 1.6 in U.S. dollars, or so. That's the total GDP, gross domestic product of Canada. That's basically your in, like as a nation. That's how much money you make. That's your income. That's the strength, the power of your economy. 1.6 trillion. Okay. Now, well, thank you. you may recall Pierre Polyev. Um, some of the videos I played over the last couple of weeks, if I'm trying to get an answer out of the finance minister, out of, her, out of her cronies over there about how much does a house cost and where are you paying for this and where's the money coming from? And they just don't answer. And he wanted to know what the debt, what's the debt level? Where are we at? What are we doing? Because they're not telling them anything. And then he had to go to Statistics Canada to find the answer himself. And listening to him describe this situation that we're in, um, I, I, I can't really overstate how serious this is and how bad this is. Uh, be prepared to pay $100 for a box of cereal type of shit. I'm not kidding at all. Uh, if you have savings, you have a lot of cash, like your, your cash is going to be absolutely fucking worthless, completely worthless. Trade it for silver and uh, gold assets, food, bullets, and anything, anything that you could use, that people may want to trade for, with later for services and goods because nobody's going to want uh, pieces of paper that are fucking worthless. They're not going to want 500 you know, pieces of paper rectangles to pay for food because they can't eat it. It's worthless. Nobody else wants it. They might take your silver or your bullets or your whatever, whatever you got to trade, though. So uh, just, you know, my advice, not financial advice, because, I, I mean, if you want to, I mean, I'm a guy that thinks, that, you know, the furnace talks to me, so that be what it will. He's going to tell you the situation, and it's like listening to a doctor. Listening to Pierre Polyev say this is like listening to a doctor tell you that you have 12 months to live. 
it's it's quite awful. So enjoy. Welcome to hell. Well, thank you, Madam Speaker, and thank you to my colleague on the Finance Committee who gives a great contribution and gave us a, an excellent uh, indication today about what is exactly happening to our money supply here in Canada. But I'm going to ask him again uh, because we were at the uh, Finance Committee yesterday and one of the senior members of the Department of Finance, Madam Chair, came to us and the member asked that senior member of the Department of Finance, one of the most senior members of the Department of Finance, what is Canada's debt? And that answer that came back to the, mem the member from Carleton was, I don't know. Remember, the, the member of finance was asked the same question later in the meeting, and it was, yeah. I don't know. Let me ask the member, where are we going to get some finance officials that actually understand the metrics that are driving the economy of this country? The Honourable Member for Carleton. The question I asked was, how much debt do Canadians owe, publicly and privately? And uh, the finance minister said she couldn't say. Uh, this is the person responsible for the finances of the nation. So I asked the top bureaucrat that she had on the panel with her, and he said he doesn't know either. So I went to Statistics Canada, which just by chance updated that number today. And so I announce on the floor of the House of Commons that Canadians owe $9 trillion. That's trillion with a T. Our debt level is now... 371% of our GDP, $3.71 of debt for every $1 of output. That is nearly double the historic uh, level, and it is a massive risk that could lead to detonation when interest rates return to normal. Did you like the audible groan of everybody in the building? Oh, my God. It not, not could, it, it will, but, I mean, he's trying to be... How do you tell everybody you got 12 months to live exactly? Like, how do you how do you break the news? That's what it's like. It's like a doctor, like, you know, he's not going to come in and say, you're so fucked. There's no point. It's like, this is where it is. This is this is where we're at, guys. Um, $9 trillion. Um, if you don't know how much that is, here's just a quick... This is $1. Enjoy. Whoops. couple bucks. This is just one trillion. Almost there. This was made in 2017, I believe, to represent the American uh, total debt of 20 trillion dollars and we're almost half that america is 10 times the size of the country population wise of canada is and we have half that much already we um there's no coming back from this it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger the purchasing power of your dollar is going to go down further and further interest rates will eventually climb 
and any debt you owe is going to be um, unmanageable. It's going to be backbreaking, which is the entire point. That's that's why they do this. That's how this is how fiat currencies all work. That's how they all operate. This is what they do, and um, it's the end game. That's how they end. They go to zero. <laughs> they blow up. And the people with the gold start another one. And we do it all over again. The Spanish did this. Uh, the Romans, like, it, it, it's as old as time. Um, the key is to know that, uh, you know, know that it's happening and get the fuck out while you can. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Bobby Dials. You like, you like that one, sir? Um, where the hell was I? I'm on the wrong page here. I'm always running other pages here. Uh, uh, NWO Pickley. Oh, jeez. J- Trudeau deserves plenty of things. The same things, in fact, Castro had coming. I read a, th- I read a uh, conspiracy theory about that, that Castro was actually controlled by, uh, well, bo- both sides of the Cold War control. That's why he, they wanted him there, and that's why he could never be assassinated. Anytime the CIA tried to cook something up, they would warn, they would tip him off. You know, or maybe he's just real crafty. Maybe he's just real sneaky. I find that hard to believe, though. Todd Salerno says, COVID is the cover for the Great Reset. It's a means, it, yeah, it's just a means to move things along. The Fourth Industrial Revolution, they've called it. The, there's a goddamn book about it, but Klaus Schwab wrote the book. Who's the other person that did it? I don't know who I'm looking at here. There's nobody over here. <laughs> who wrote that book? Who wrote that book? Uh, drops a sense. Says nine trillion won't even fit on my largest calculator. No, it won't. It's a cartoonish number, and that's why uh, visual representations like that um, are are good to to really like. Holy, holy shit! That's a, a lot of money, um, and we don't have it. We don't have it. We only our our economy is one point six trillion and shrinking because again they're destroying small businesses, they're destroying um, everything, everything. Uh, laid off ten thousand healthcare work. Any any means of which a um, which makes the people uh, prosperous. Which is like independence, small business, medium business, like mom and pop shops, these kinds of p- people having the means to provide for themselves and make themselves, um, you know, comfortable and wealthy and, and whatnot, helps the economy because then they've got money. They, then they can employ people, right? They can use that money to spend on goods and services in the economy, and it just away we go. And they're doing the opposite. They're making sure everyone is shut down, unemployed, stay home, stay safe, uh, sick and tired and depressed, and you know. And on top of that, they're spending like drunken sailors. Um, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, the people at the very top know exactly what they're doing. The mission is destroy the country, and you destroy the country by indebting it um, so much that the banks are going to impose conditions on you to pay these debts. Trudeau's not going to pay these. They're not paying for any of these things. We will. We will have to pay for this. I think I read somewhere that it's um, each individual Canadian citizen owes $380,000 around there, around 300, almost 300, over 350, 387, 380 some thousand dollars each per citizen. So they're going to want that, and they're going to get it in the form of taxes because as the debt service uh, in- increases, they're going to have to pay these interest payments every month just like you would on your mortgage or your house or your car or whatever. The government has to pay the interest on the debt that it owes to the central bank. And where is it going to get the money? Can't It's not going to – well, maybe it will. It will borrow more money from the bank and an even higher you know, interest to pay the bank, but it's not going to cover it. So they're going to tax you. They're going to tax you. They're going to raise your taxes. You're going to have carbon taxes and a tax on top of a tax, a fuel tax. Basically, gasoline and fuel is taxed, what, three away three times now, I think? They're going to tax your house. They're going to tax the Netflix tax and an internet tax. And we're going to have a wood stove tax. And just on and on and on and on and on to pay for this, this gargantuan runaway uh, debt monster that we can never pay because it only gets bigger and eventually they run out of things to tax and take to pay it. And then the country defaults on its debt. And the bank goes, well, 
you can't pay me, so I'm just going to take shit. I'm just going to basically repossess things. And then the country, we belong to the bank now. And we're fucked. If you, if you surpass 100% of your GDP in debt, you're toast, man. And we're at 370-something percent. It's over. Like, it's just, it's just done. I mean, how? Does anybody have any idea? <laughs> how are we supposed to recover from this? You know what's going to happen? They're going to sell off. I, mean, some, I, I talked to this one person. They're like, well, they could really boot up the oil fields again and really, you know, get some pipelines. Go, yeah, that might help. But they'll never do that because the same people that are trying to destroy the country made it so that we can't pay for these things. Because if you haven't noticed, they've deliberately targeted, especially Western Canada, the oil industry, the energy industry, the coal industry, farmers. Oh, my goodness. I got you a video about farmers here now. You want to see this? You want to know what's going on in old Farmingtown? <laughs> Here's how farmers are making out, in case you guys didn't know. Oh, they're all rich. Oh, they only make $2 million a year. Yeah, and their their operation costs $1.9 million, one point something. Like, their overhead is not that high. It's a big operation, but their cash flow is not very big. Because, it, you know, they make $2 million a year. It costs about that much to run their operation. So they end up, maybe they went home with ten k. you know, at the end of the year. They're not rich, rich like you, you would think. Um but I mean, just running anybody that's ever run a business or anything before, uh, you're gonna, you are not gonna like this. Check this out. <laughs> Worst part of the whole deal right now is <clears throat> paying for the chemicals and seeds. So last year, this is what we paid for our chemicals on our soybeans and our corn: eighty-six thousand eight hundred forty-four dollars. And then this year for the same stuff, <laughs> double, one hundred seventy-one thousand dollars. That's what they're paying, just from last year to this year. Inflation's not real, though, guys. It's not. It's, it's fine. And this is every farm in Canada, by the way. They're bankrupting them on purpose. And what happens when they default and they run out of money? The bank takes it. Or they get bought out by Vanguard or BlackRock or by the Chinese or by Bill Gates or someone else. They're intentionally bankrupting and destroying uh, all of us, the middle class, so they can bring us into, into slavery. That's one of the central planks of communism to erode and destroy and enslave the middle class. If you have a, and that's why America was such a, a uh, effective check against communism and its antithesis for so long because it had a strong, thriving middle class. In fact, the Western world did. You could go have a job as a, a grocer and you probably could afford to you know, have a, a small, a modest home, a family. Your wife could, you know, raise the kids. You might have a, you've got a, a car, maybe two. Maybe you have a vacation every year, too, and a cottage you go to with your buddies and pals and stuff. That was 1970 or 1960. Not anymore. Not anymore. Because people that, you know, don't need the government, I mean, they can live, they don't need it. So why would they do what they say? If that's, that was all of our situations, we we're all that comfortable, why in the hell would we ever, who cares? You know, we, we're not going to do this because we don't need it. Well, they're going to starve you out. That's what they're going to do. They're going to have them. They're going to control all the food, the food production. Um, they're going to have access to everything. They control the police. They control the media. They control the military. Like, what are we, you know, the last stage is the food. And isn't that interesting? They're buying a lot of that up and uh, just absolutely strange. Do you think the carbon tax was an accident and why it's hitting farmers so hard? That was an accident. That was accidental. Whoops. Oopsie daisy. I didn't realize. Uh, oops, I missed that one. Rumble. Oh, it was big today. Simone de Bigue. Simone de Bigot, I don't know how to, is it French or is it Simon E de B I don't know. Thank you, sir, or madam. I think it's, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'll just read the message. They say, luckily I'm a cook and I feel my job is safe for now, but that's how you know this is a farce because wouldn't those handling people's food be fired first? You'd think, 
if that if that had anything to do with health and safety. You wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't fire ten thousand people. Ten thousand healthcare workers in this country have been let go. For for what reason? Well, because they're they're not joining the cult. They don't want to be part of the cult. Um, do I have that up here or not? Let's see. I'm not sure I do. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. Right. This is this kills people when there's not. Like, we already didn't have adequate health care in this country in 2019. Before any of this started, um, the uh, ICUs are overwhelmed. If you knew anything about your own country, your own people, Dougie, you would know that that has always been, that's been the case for quite some time. In fact, I think it was something you campaigned on fixing, was that there was the overcrowded ICU. We don't have enough beds. We don't have enough hospitals. We don't have enough doctors. We don't, we don't have enough. That was before all of this. And your, your solution to fixing that problem, which still exists, is to just just fire 10,000 people that work in that industry. So now the wait times increase because there's less staff. There's a higher workload for the people that do remain. Now have to do twice as much work to make up for the people that are no longer there, which directly impacts the, the customer or the patient or whatever you want to call them. Now they have to wait longer for, for, for doctors, for surgeries, for treatments, forever. And you know what you don't have when you're really sick is time, Doug. That's something that's very precious when you're very sick and need a surgery or you need a screening or you need X, Y, Z, whatever. Time, time is of the essence, you know, quick screening, quick diagnosis. Oh, you catch something early. Oh, you, ever, you know, how many times have we heard that? Good thing we caught it early. Good thing you found that early. Those are, that's a thing of the past because Doug Ford fired Thousands of people, 10,000 healthcare workers in this country have been fired because of the cult. And people will die. People have died. People will continue to die. They are killing people. If you look real closely at their hands, you will see that they are covered in blood because they are. And they deserve no mercy whatsoever. They know what they're doing. They should, they ought to know, right? Is that, is that an excuse? Is ignorance an excuse? If you're drunk driving and, and run over a kid and a cop pulls you over five kilometers down the road, I didn't even realize I did that. You're not, you're not, not responsible. You, you're, you know, you still did that. You're fine. You, you, no, no, no. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You go to jail now, but there's no consequences. Is there? So why would he be afraid? <sighs> what does it say here? Um, Ontario is reporting a record number of shut up, shut up. Hospital networks are reporting that many staff members have tested positive and are symptomatic or in isolation after an exposure. Well, that's weird. Shouldn't they be immune since they've been working there for two years with these people, with this super uh, deadly, super contagious virus? You, th- you would think the people uh, hard to say. I remember when this first started, I assumed that there would be, oh, man, then we're going to be fucked because it's going to destroy the healthcare industry because all these doctors and nurses inevitably are going to get it, and they're all going to, no, it never happened, did it? What they did do was fire 10,000 healthy people that want to that work and want to help and want to, you know, keep people healthy. They got rid of them. And now the people they kept that took their, their uh, you know, their, their medicine, they're all sick now. <laughs> How many other people are in that boat? And, and, uh, part of that story. I know quite a few that have said that my friends, uh, everybody I know that's gotten all the penetrations, they're all sick. I don't know what's going on. They're all freaking out. Yeah, your immune system doesn't work anymore. As per the many, 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 many doctors have said that that is what will happen. 
Oh, well. It continues, it says, there aren't healthcare workers growing on trees, so it's a very, very limited supply. They're in hot demand everywhere. Toronto's University Health Network President and Chief Executive Officer Kevin Smith told the Canadian Press, Smith believes staff are able to manage the current volumes, but worries the situation will change soon. Yep. Yep. Great job. Great, uh, great job, Doug. It's all, it's all wonderful and great. Oh, there it is. I was looking for this earlier. And this is the whole reason why we're doing it. It's just, a, they don't care how many people they kill, how many things they destroy, families they... Is there anything good that we have in our lives that has not been negatively affected by this yet? I'm struggling to think of anything. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. The welfare and you know of my children, of their mother, of my niece and nephews, and, and every like everybody I know is doing worse because of the actions being taken by our government at the behest of their corporate overlords, of these rich assholes, these billionaires that uh, are giving them instructions at the World Economic Forum and at Davos and you know, all these other places. And they don't care. Why would they? They don't matter. It doesn't matter how many people they get rid of. Just just get them into the QR code system. Get them into the social credit score system. China is to be everywhere. That is the plan. That's what they want. That's what they're going after. And that's what they're implementing uh, aggressively. <sighs> May not work, though. A lot of reasons to think that. I mean, it, definitely not without some problems. That's for that's for goddamn sure. But starting on January fourth, which was yesterday, Ontario Ontarians will need to have enhanced COVID nineteen certificates with a scannable QR code. Like I said again, and they can just keep adding to that and adding to that and adding to that as much as they want. It's going to have every kind of information on there you could ever dream of having. And who's going to have access to it? I'm sure that'll never be abused. No, no. No. Gary Schill, how are you, man? He says, those look like nice high piles for dumpster drops. They, that's, wouldn't that be funny? You p- t- dump people off of uh, <laughs> these giant piles of counterfeit money. We just made, it's just symbolically, right? Climb to, drop them under the top of the, um, of the giant skyscraper of debt we've built out of counterfeit money and just leave them there. You can just starve up there. You can jump to your death, whatever it is, but you're going to stay up there on that symbolic pile of debt that you accrued to try and make yourself rich and please your overlords. And, you know, it doesn't matter what it did to the little people on the bottom. It doesn't matter what you did to them. That's where you live now. Oh, there's no roof. There's no cage. There's no nothing. You're just going to drop you up there in a helicopter and leave you there. That's it. I don't really give a fuck what happens to you after that. Zodiac uh, says, nine trillion, we are fucked. But the question should be, where did it all go? Motherfucker's got to start swinging soon, he says. Um, it's a good question. That is a good question. $9 trillion is quite a lot. It's a fair question. Where is it? Do you see $9 trillion worth of investment and improvement around your town or your municipality or your hospital primarily? Shouldn't this money have been spent? We should have Star Trek level hospitals by now, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we have robot drones just flying around scanning people and curing cancer? $9 trillion is quite a lot of money. Where did it go? Didn't go to the military. They're broke. All the vehicles are grounded. Nobody can do their jobs anymore. Guys, boys are walking around with no uniforms, <laughs> calling people in from retirement, calling people in off leave. Do you know how to fix this? No. Hundreds of guys are trying to VR. <laughs> Machine guns are all broken. It's a mess. Didn't go into the police force. Also a mess. Didn't go into healthcare. They're just cutting and firing everybody. Didn't go into education. Are we to assume, well, they're doing online learning now. Oh, oh, it's the Chromebooks. Is that what we did? We Did we buy $9 trillion worth of Chromebooks 
So children could have, and Zoom subscriptions. Is that what, was that where it went? That seems like we overpaid a little bit for that. What else? It didn't go into farming or infrastructure. We're busy taxing the living shit out of those people. It didn't go into the energy industry because we sold all of that off to China. Uh, I'm running out of things to think of. Where did it go? It's a great question. You know what they'll do? Mr. Speaker, we are the most transparent government in history, and I'm sure that any one Canadian can tell you that we have been working hard for them, and the CERB has helped 16 million Canadians. Blacked out! Blacked out! Blacked out! The color black. That's your answer. That's where the money went. The money went to the color black. Here it is. As, as you can see in this document, Mr. Speaker, this document outlines everything you need to know. It's literally a black page. I wish I was making that up. I wish that wasn't real, that that was something that happened in Canada when asked for evidence to we charity scandal. They, they gave them this. This was an, These were actual pages. This is a mouse pad, obviously. But it was a page completely black. Not one, not two, dozens. It's a farce. This government is a farce. It's illegitimate. And uh, it's tyrannical. It's criminal, it's immoral, it's everything you could everything you could imagine in a negative sense. Robert O'Leary says, Hey Sergeant Mac, I was a master corporal. I should have been a sergeant. I but you know I appreciate it. I still feel weird when people call me that. I'm like, no, I don't They didn't give me the sash because I didn't want to go to Poland because I was on a fucking medical category and they wanted me to illegally do th- doesn't matter. <sighs> Ranks are dumb anyway. It's a piece of... Here's how, here's, here's how irrelevant ranks are in the military. Um, there was like a tax led by privates, you know, in Afghanistan because their sergeants were busy hiding under a wall and cowering because they cut their teeth on being booze bags in the 90s. And, oh, fucking Bosnia, boy. Fucking, oh, yeah. Did you go to Bosnia in 96 and you were drunk the whole time? Cool story, dude. Uh, we're pinned by an RPK. Do you got a plan or anything or... No, you're just going to suck your thumb and rock back and forth. Cool, right on. Roger that. Well, I'm a 29-year-old farm kid from Alberta, and I'll fucking just I'll just take care of this, I guess, then, you fucking fag loser. True story. That That's a thing that happened, right? Um, on the battlefield, there are no ranks don't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything. It's a suggestion. You know, it, it should should mean something. It's just really, this is who we believe should, this is how it should work. <laughs> you know, that should be the sergeant. That should be the corporal. That should be the private. But sometimes everything gets flipped upside down. And by the end of the battle, you go, wow, we really fucked this up, didn't we? The wrong people were in the, anyway. It's a piece of fabric you put on your shirt. Doesn't, doesn't mean shit. Uh, anyway, he says, my dad's watching with me now. Your thoughts on Trudeau trying to blame all the unvaxxed for lockdowns and the fact that we can't book a movie ticket after tomorrow. We, we've we gone this far? I thought we couldn't book them before, way before then. Oh, the January 6th thing you're probably talking about. Well, we can, uh, might as well just play this right now because, oh, geez, I'm doing everything all wrong. I'm doing everything. Right now. What the hell? Am I listening to myself? What was that? Oh, it just it was playback. My bad. So this was, um, was this today? Again, guys, I'm not. Making fun of deaf people. Somebody get mad at me. Like, don't make fun of deaf people. I'm not make. I'm deaf myself, I'll have you know. I'm deaf. I'm legally deaf in my left ear. It's like H4, H5. I can't really hear fucking much of anything. I have a hearing aid that I lost. I should get another one. Haven't bothered because I'm just used to it. But um, this is my point. Um, why is there two? I mean, it's, it's universal sign language, right? So why is there two? And they're, they're doing different things. They're doing different dances. And I thought deaf people could read. I, th- I mean, I don't... <laughs> doesn't matter. doesn't matter. This is what he said today. Um, just... I'm just going to play it. 
When people see that we're in uh, lockdowns or serious public health restrictions right now, because um, the because risk why? posed to all of us by unvaccinated people. Oh, what? I'm going to need you to say that again there, fella. Because um, the risk posed to all of us by unvaccinated people. Right. People get angry. And we have put forward many, many different measures to encourage, to reassure, to incentivize, to educate, to cajole, to remind people that it's... Don't you fucking cajole me! Don't you even dare try to cajole me. ...to do the right thing. It's never too late to go and get your first dose of vaccine. I can tell you. It's never too late to resign and avoid being hung for treason. That that frontline health worker who's giving... The one you fired? Is that the frontline health worker you mean? The paramedic? The police officer? The fireman? The doctor? Which, which frontline health person are you talking about? You conniving, sniveling, lying, two-faced son of a bitch. Which one? It must be nice to just be able to sit there and live in whatever reality you want, say whatever the hell you want, and no one's ever allowed to ask. There's no one ever questions him. No one ever asks anything. He says, Canadians are angry at the unvaccinated. Oh, are we not Canadians now? It's not Canadians are angry at other Canadians. Canadians are angry at the unvaccinated. You you see how it's, it's playing out here? It's the it's the other. It's the you, the parasites, the rat, gross, sick people. And he really believes that there's like an overwhelming majority that really they want the something to do. He's wrong. No one has spoken up or said it, and very few people are afraid to say anything. I talk to them in private all the time. And uh we'll see what happens when Jordan Peterson goes on the biggest talk show in the world here in uh two weeks. In two weeks, he's going to be on Joe Rogan. He's going to talk to 50, 60 million people, many of them Canadians. How's that going to, you know, think they're going to agree with him or you? Because he makes sense, and he's, he's right about the things he's going to be saying, and he has been tweeting about, and you're not. You're a liar. Nothing you say makes any sense, and anytime anybody questions you, they get unpersoned, banned, censored, and, and sent away. Um All you're doing is adding fuel to the momentum of hatred towards you, which you on 100% deserve. Uh, your own people hate you. Your own security guys hate you. I've talked to them. Um, oh, my God, this fucking thing. Everybody hates this guy. And that's that's a problem. Uh, when you're coming into a difficult, probably violent future, <laughs> when the money doesn't work, mm, it's going to be... It's going to be an interesting time in, in North America and Canada, isn't it? Never happened before. Who knows what will happen? I have a guess. Who's going to protect you, Justin, and your family and the rest of the people running this country? When, when the bottom falls out of this circus, as it's mathematically certain to do now, we know this, who is loyal to you? Who is willing to fight to the death to protect you? I would wager no one. Absolutely no one. So I would pump the brakes a little bit on the big tough boy uh, talk there about how everybody's angry at the unvaccinated. Yeah. No, there's a lot of angry people at you, actually, and they're the ones with all the fucking guns. So there's that. Well, we're going to take those guns. Who's going to do that? 
the shambling husk of a military that's about to collapse? Or the overburdened, shambling husk of national police forces that are on the verge of, you know, a crisis of retention and attrition as well. And you fi- again, you fired quite a few of them also, who are now on our side. And, and also, there's quite a few on the inside that are on our side as well, and feeding information and leaking intelligence all over the place. It's a sieve. It's hilarious. It's really funny. The, the absolute just obliviousness of this guy, the ignorance is, is like, <laughs> it's stunning. And um, people like this, narcissists, guys like this, they, they don't believe they can ever be. He's, he, re, he sleeps no problem. He thinks it's, he's got this in the bag. And he doesn't. And when it blows up in his face, it's, which is, it's going to happen, he's going to, you remember the look on Saddam Hussein's face when they pulled him out of that hole in the ground? That's what this guy's going to look like. To go and get your first dose of vaccine, I can tell you that that frontline health worker who's giving you your first dose of the vaccine, even now in January 2022, will be immensely pleased to be able to give you that first dose of vaccine Not what even I heard. today. Because they'd much rather be giving you an injection of vaccine than intubating you in an ICU. About that, didn't you? Clo- didn't we lose a thousand ICU beds in Ontario, and yet they're still not full? They seem to be going down. It's weird. It's really weird. And and what's with all the uh, the people in ICU? The overwhelming number of them are vaccinated people. The overwhelming amount. Nothing you said would happen has ever come true. All the threats, all the the grave predictions, none of it, none of it, none of it ever came true. You're a fucking liar. And he sits there with a straight face and says this shit. Man, you know, I'm not even mad anymore. You know, like I said yesterday, that scene from The Patriot, right? He tries to antagonize him into you know, acting crazy so he can justify killing him, right? And the government does this. They're trying to poke you and make you react and make you do something. Make you feel- That's for children. Men don't react that way. Like, oh, yeah, your time's coming, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to sit here and smile at you. You wait and see. Soon. We need to continue to do the right thing the way all Canadians, or the vast majority of Canadians are, <laughs> keep each other safe. Also, some of us aren't, huh? Make sure our country gets back to the things we love as quickly as possible. Really? I thought that's what the vaccine passport was supposed to do, and the lockdowns were supposed to do, and the first dose, and the second dose, and now the third dose, and just it's never going to end, is it? People are seeing through your shit, bud. Like, um, <laughs> for example, let's, let's, let's refer to the experts for a minute, you know, uh, just people that would know as a follow up to yesterday, the, the insurance guy, the CEO Davidson, well, he's back. He, he wants to expand on his uh, comments a little bit. So listen to this. One of our businesses is that we offer group life and disability insurance to employers and we are seeing right now the highest death rates we have ever seen in the history of this business, not just at One America. The, the data is consistent across every player uh, in, in, that, in that business. Now, this is primarily um, working age people, 18 to 64, that are in employers like all the employers on, on the screen here. And what we saw just in third quarter, we're seeing it continue into fourth quarter, is that uh, death rates are up 40% over what they were pre-pandemic. 
Now, just to give you a, a, an idea of how bad that is, a three sigma or a one in 200 year uh, catastrophe would be 10% increase uh, over pre-pandemic. So 40% uh, is just unheard of. And what the data is showing us is that um, the deaths that are being reported as COVID deaths greatly understate the actual death losses among working age people from the pandemic. It may not all be COVID on their death certificate, but deaths are up uh, at just a huge, huge numbers. Uh, we're also seeing a, an uptick in uh, disability claims. At first it was short-term disability claims, and now we're seeing long-term disability, whether it's long COVID or whether it is because people haven't been able to get the health care that they need because the hospitals are overrun. We're seeing those claims start to take up as well. And for One America, uh, we expect the costs of this are going to be well over $100 million, and this is our smallest business. So it's having a huge impact on that. that those costs will, will trickle towards other employers over time because uh, premiums are starting to go up. So it will cost more for employers. And most of us in the industry are starting to target and to add uh, premium loads onto uh, employers that are based in counties that have low vaccination rates. It's just typically what we would do for underwriting when you have a risk factor like that. There's also going to be higher costs uh, on employers from greater absences, particularly in a time when there's low unemployment and workers are hard to come by. It's a complete full frontal attack on Western civilization. Between the hyperinflation, the unemployment, and now 70, 80, 90% of the population is, and, and if it doesn't kill them, they're disabled now too. 40% increase in deaths. Disability claims. Like, like, so who's going to run the country? Like China, it, it's over. China's going to run everything. There, there's no way to recover from this. The damage they've done is permanent. It can't be undone. And it's like they just stuck you with a needle. A text, I guess, you know, that's not really much of a metaphor, is it? Stuck you with a needle and injected you with a fatal cancer. It's not going to kill you tomorrow, but you're done. It's, it's too late. It's in there. You've got full-blown AIDS now. You're going to slowly, painfully die over the next several years, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's the situation we're in. That sucks. Um, it's, it's surreal to live through. This is, um, here's, a, here's another example. Uh, you may remember last year, last summer, I think, I can't remember. There was a guy, Fred Pye was his name, is his name. He's still alive. I wondered whatever happened to this guy. He's in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, and you remember he was like uh, vibrating all the time. Adverse reactions. One of the first, uh, one of the first cases that came out. Anybody remember that clip? Um, well, I've got an update for you. Here, here's here's a uh, here's Fred Pie now. Water. 
If anybody knows him or knows the family or knows if there's any kind of way to, I would like to, I'd like to help that guy out a little bit if I can. If anybody knows, could you please DM me or email me? I'd like to send him a few hundred bucks or something just because I don't, I can't fix that. Like I can't, you know what I mean? I just feel awful. And there's so many people like to, and it's just, I don't know what that would even do. If that could help the, at all, at all. If it could leave some suffering for an hour for those people, then it's worth the money to do that. If anybody does know um, them, could you please um, get a hold of me and I can work something out? With, I, w- I would like to do that because I, I remember that guy from a year ago, and I've, I've wondered about him a few times since. Is he dead? Like, what happened? He's living in a hell that Justin Trudeau made. Justin Trudeau did that to him. Pfizer or Moderna, whatever company it was, did that to him. The health and safety. Oh, trust the science, all you fucking lying cocksuckers. You did that to him. That's his life now. That's his life now. And you know what? He can't sue. There's no repercussions. Nobody's liable. We don't get the safety data for 75 years. It's just, oh, well, too bad. Fuck you, Freddy. Nobody gives a shit. I give a shit. And it's, you know, we can't fix them. I don't know how. But we can stop these people from doing worse. There's going to be a price to be paid for this fucking nightmare, isn't there? How many more Fred Pies are there out there? Are they in your family? Are they about to be? Gee, I wonder why the population's so angry, Justin. I don't know. I don't know what it could be. says every American owes $130,000, but the taxpayer owes $210,000 each because only 45% pay taxes. What is Canada looking like? $380,000, sir. Much worse. Old Guard again says, my steel prices went up 66%, but my wages stayed the same until we start going hungry or homeless. My pay 50 years ago was equivalent to making $100 an hour in today's money. We've been fleeced, boys. Yep. And uh, people are going to be too happy about it when they figure this out. The Boog and Blue Taco says BC has 10 times the cases a few weeks ago, but Bonnie the Nazi is like, I don't want to be in the business of mandates. What the fuck? The MSM has been insane today. They were telling the truth more or less. I think they're afraid. I think they're scared. I think they're starting to fit. I mean, they've been inundated with messages and threats and, you know, people are losing their fucking mind. And now, you know, they see Malone. Like, it's they're getting harder. Like I said, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences. Their families and stuff, they're going to start getting hurt too. And they're going to, you know, people they know are going to start dying and all and on and on and on we go. And I think they're starting to get scared. They know, they realize what they've done. And they can't just come out and say it like, oh, it's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to slowly try to walk this back so nobody fucking knows. It's like they're, you know, they broke into a house while the owners were still home. And they're going to try to quietly sneak out the back door before anybody notices. That's what their plan is. Oh, maybe I was wrong. Oh, maybe. Maybe you were? NWO Pickley says, the great thing about leaving them at the top of a money pile <laughs> is that it's one part give it and one part air sales. Not yet uh, quite an oubliette. I don't know what that is. History is awesome. You're, you're researching uh, 
you're re- you're researching uh, Middle Eastern or Middle East, medieval te- torture techniques. That's good. We need we're going to need that because we're not going to have uh, technology once everything collapses. We'll be back to sticks and stones and so on probably. <laughs> CRJ, how you doing, brother? He says, remember the good old days? Spins wheel two years ago when we just had normal scandals and corruptions. I know. In the good old days of 2019, if we only knew how good we had it. Pilot Mike, thank you very much, brother. Nine, trill- nine trillion is public and private debt, I hope. But I guess potato, potato, more and more of my vaxxed are joining the stream every episode. DTS, fuck that guy. Right? Death to Stalin. Um, and, and, I, and I think a lot of the people that have been vaccinated, uh, either they got a placebo or they got very, very, very small doses of whatever this is. Um and every time you go in, it's like Russian roulette. Tassos Plattis says, saw someone going for a jog with a mask on today. Was going to throw a snowfall at her, but the snow melted. Fucking Toronto. Uh, it was snowing pretty good today and last night. One brown eye says, fuck you, Mass Corporal Poland is ama- or Mass Corporal. Poland is amazing. It's full of Poles and sausage and Polish pickles and vodka. Po- po- Poland is cool. Um, I just didn't feel like going because I literally just had a baby. Well, I didn't. My wife did. But <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm going to stay. I think she would kill me. The son was like a week old, two weeks old. Are you coming to Poland? I'm like, no. I, I just had a child like last this week. So, yeah, I'm going on parental leave. Suck my dear. Chelsea. Chelsea says, P.S. You're going live on my phone on Spruce Grove Superstore. Spruce Grove Superstore. Buy everything. Buy everything you can. The end is nigh. Empty the shelves. There's going to be nothing left to eat here soon, Spruce Grove. Get the toilet paper. (laughs) Old Guard says, short falls with sudden stops are the cure for this. Roger. The Ferryman, how you doing, brother? He's my theory on the sign language people. Is that this whole thing is a conspiracy orchestrated by big sign language. They started a pandemic and lobbied the government to siphon billions from nations and usher in a new global sign language world order. I think we would be smart to learn sign language. I, what are they even saying? What? Why is there two? It's universal. It's supposed to be the same in every language. It's, you know, chair means chair and whatever it means. It means whatever it means. It's always the same. So why, how, and why is there two? Is there two? So it's not universal. There's multiple. I don't, I don't know, but it, it's weird and I don't like it. Uh, Dave Davidson says, uh, quote, it's the fault of the unvaccinated. If Justin Trudeau is restricting our freedoms. So who's restricting our freedoms? Uh, Scotian Forever says, thank you for the vital information as usual. Well, it's something. Uh, You deserve a medal of it. No, I don't. Uh, You help us uh, all see what they've done for being half deaf. You're the best listener I've ever had the huge honor to meet. (laughs) I have to. I have to focus very quick because I'm like a bird. I have to like embrace the crow. The crows. And then the crows can eat, you know, the the giant pile of cash death thing is is a great idea. The crows can sit up there. And eat what's left. Knight Rider 3 says Freeland and her backers uh, run this fool. Guaranteed they have pics of him with underage girls, same as Macron. Uh, They showed up at the same time. He's reading a script and hasn't slept in years without a pill. Yeah, they're all garbage people. Zodiac says, it's okay, guys. Biden says there's still hope for 2020. Yeah, I had that yesterday. He doesn't even know what year it is. Imagine being president of the United States and not knowing what year it is. It's not like he made one slip up. He does this every day, every single day. Is that? No, it can't be real. Yankee Joe says two signers is the case if you got any lefties. It's not different for right and left hands, is it? 
can't be. No, that's ridiculous. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> Hellbilly Deluxe is flipping through the roll the decks in my brain. Every talking point has been a lie. They are, ba they are batting zero. Uh, and he says, Rage, you've been batting a thousand. Now most of us have a head start and armored car to run downtown fuckdown. I've been telling people you need to you need to get rifles and gold and silver and food and means of, you know, sustainability and find friends and network and all that kind of thing for two years. Um, it's only too late if you wait until tomorrow, you know, start today. Do do something. There's always something you can do. If you're not in shape, get in shape. If you're not healthy, get healthy. If you're not, um, you know, you don't know anybody, find people. Uh, if you're just sitting around doom scrolling on your phone and binge watching Netflix, I mean, we don't have forever. This, this, this shit could go sideways tomorrow. And, uh, you know, it's better to start late than, than never at all. Uh, Scott Baker, thank you very much, sir. He says, been a great week for connecting with fellow... <laughs> right on cue, right? Been a great week for connecting with fellow bigots across Canada. As for Stalin, welcome to the rice fields, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to find that video here in a second. Where is it? Oh, uh, is this the one? Negative. Yes. No, it is. What? Trying to find a video that uh, a friend of mine uploaded recently. I can't seem to find it. It's worth it. It's worth the entertainment value. Uh, oh, my God. I hate this. Everything's so slow. People are waiting, computer. Um, it's just a dog. Oh, I can't find it now. I wish there was a date on Telegram posts that would tell you exactly what day. It is, and he's going to have to get... Oh, there is. It's at the top of the screen. I'm an imbecile. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm dumb. I'm just going to save this video quickly. La, 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 la. Is that what it's called? Nice, Derek. Very creative. Give it a second. Give it a second. Poor Fred. Poor Fred Pie. Uh, again, if anybody knows, uh, please, please get a hold of me. It's just, it's 40 megabytes, or no, it's 100. That's going to take a while. <sighs> this internet, I'm telling you. We'll get to that in a minute. Liquid Boog, thank you very, very much. You're, you got to stop this. You're t it's too much. It says, uh, please share if you find out where slash how we can help the poor lad in the video. Oh, I will do that. I'll put it in the, uh, I'll, I'll post it to Telegram as well. T.me slash Raging Distant. If you're not on Telegram, I don't know what you're doing. I'm on Getter now as well. Is that how you say it? G-E-T-T-R. At Raging Distant, obviously. Um. Gab as well. Uh, the alt, like, we just have to, guys. There's no other, there's nowhere else to go. You, you got to get off the mainstream because they're just going to ban everything anyway. Um, I watched, a, I saw a post from Carl Benjamin on uh, uh, Sargon of Akkad, if you don't know who that is, on uh, Instagram. And uh, he's got about 100,000 followers, something like that. And his posts are reaching about 26,000 people. And it's like, of his followers, it's 20, it's 25, it's 99% of the people. He's totally shadow banned. It's, it's point, if you're, if your intent is to reach more people, it's not possible. Once, once they decide you're done, that's it. You're just talking to the people you've already had the whole time. So, you know, um, as people are flooding off these mainstream platforms like uh, Rogan did and Peterson and all that, they're going to bring their audiences with them to these places. So it only you might as well just move on to the, the news. Uh, I, I really like Gab. Torba's pretty doesn't give a fuck, which is pretty gangster. I'm pretty pretty happy about that. Um, so check that out. So where was it? Scott Baker? Yeah. Is it done yet? I think it's finally. today. Yeah, so this is... Uh, Cheers, Derek, you fucking <laughs> friend. Derek Rance. Today, we are closing the market for military-grade assault weapons in Canada. We are banning 1,500 models and variants of these firearms 
by way of regulations. Welcome to the rice fields, mother. Drop it. I realized I didn't I didn't tip my drink there a minute ago, so I just God, I'm catching up here. I'm catching up there. Enjoy it. <laughs> Glorious. Good old yeah. Um, the ferryman says, "You know why they make everyone wear masks? Because people can't understand each other with them on. They want you to start signing." I think you're onto something here. Hashtag stop big sign language. Big sign language needs to be stopped at all costs. This is the real enemy. This is what they've been secretly laying in the weeds this whole time. Soon I'm going to control the world. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you could just make jokes in the 90s and people didn't try to take your fucking head off and everybody had, you know, a thick skin. It was like, you know. Uh, filthy weasel he's back how are you brother i hope you're having a better day today he said it's ironic that the restaurants bars breweries and other businesses that went along with the mandates and segregation have now stopped because they're locked down (laughs) no vaxxed or unvaxxed can support them compliance is not the way out no it's not the more they do it the worse it gets they just don't seem to understand that uh, morale will (laughs) the beatings will continue until morale hits the toilet and you all surrender Fisher of Men says, happy to report many of my friends have seen the light this week. The ones who remain firm in their delusions work for the government. Imagine my shock. Yes, indeed. I would, um, that, that being said, let's, let's talk about the government for a minute. Is this <laughs> Here's, um, this is a government. For those of those of them that may may believe them to be omnipotent and indestructible, this is a Kazakhstan right now, a government building. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> They're just blasting their way into the building with explosives. That's fine. Um, you know, they had it. They thought they all had it under control too, and now they're begging people for help. And the Russians are going to invade the whole kind of thing. Um, you're not invincible at all. You've chosen to be be a part of the the system machine that is actively destroying the country, destroying people. Causing things like what happened to Fred Pye. That's who you were. Like that's that is just objectively true. If you're drawing a government paycheck, you must see the writing on the wall. Nine trillion dollars in debt. Is that ever going to get better? That's going to get ten. It'll be twenty trillion by uh, next year or the year after. The more they spend, the more they need, and the more they'll borrow, the more they'll spend, and around and around and around and around we go till it's over. You're not. You're not safe. You're very much the opposite of safe. I'm much more comfortable with my personal position than I would be with a government job pension. <laughs> That's gone, buddy. That is, you are never going to collect that. That's not going to exist. It's over. 
It's gone. What are you going to do? Right? Oh, you're the chief of police. There's not going to be a police. I'm a warrant officer in the army. There's not going to be an army. It's not going to exist. Do you understand the gravity of what's happening? The country is being uh, controlled, demolitioned, like Building 7. It, it's being and demolished intentionally via a, n- a number of, of vectors of attack, right? The taxes, the lockdowns, the carbon taxes, the inflation, the mass printing of money. All of it is designed to corral and control and destroy the middle class to bring them into service. Basically, they're bring it to your knees so they can slap the chains on you. And you're going to beg them to do it because you're not going to be able to feed yourself or do anything. Some of us will because we saw this coming and we you know, are preparing accordingly. And we will have to fight these people, unfortunately. But for everybody that doesn't and just thinks everything's going to be fine, planning trips to Mexico next summer and doing it. Like, what world are you in? Do you understand what's happening? You don't. You don't get it. These are the people on the Titanic that are like ordering salmon as like the boat is starting to list. And people are like, I think there's a serious problem. It's fine. I'll take a, I'll take the number two with an extra. I'd like another glass of champagne, please, waiter. You're you're oblivious. In fact, you can't even bother to stop what you're doing and, and go below deck and check. A lot of people are saying there's water down there. No, there's not. I trust the experts. If that was true, the captain would tell us. The captain? He shot himself an hour ago. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there's lifeboats anyway. There's literally not. There's literally not lifeboats. Like, you're, it's over. Like, <laughs> nine trillion dollars, man? It was, it was staggering and unprecedented that the American, the Americans had reached 20 trillion in 2017, 2018. America's a 380, 400 million person country. Canada's got 38 million, and we're halfway to that uh, already. You want to see what, uh, you want to see how our housing situation has developed? Because it's, uh, where, where does this start? The year 2000? Let's check this out. It's from Jay Nara. Uh, is it PPC underscore strong underscore and underscore free on Instagram? Uh, check him out. Smart guy. Uh, let's, let's see what this says. Hmm. Where have houses pri- house prices risen the most? There's a growth in house prices since 2000 in percentages. Looking bad there for Spain for a while. UK right behind them, France. Oh, Canada's leaped past Italy. We're up to 2008. Oh, it's coming back down. Oh, back up. 2009. 10. We're up 80% in 2011. Oh, we're first in the world now. 85% in 2013. 90%. 100% in 2015. 120% in 2016. 140% 140% in 2017, 150%, 160% now, 170%, and they just stopped counting. Who knows how much longer it can go. Take a look at that chart. Italy, by comparison, that growth in uh, house prices since the year 2000 has gone up 6%. Canada's has gone up 168%. The United States only 55% by comparison. Some of the guys in the States are just asking, old guard, there's your, there's your answer, buddy. The United Kingdom, 96%, awful as it is, same as France. The United States, that's not good. Spain, Germany, 28%. Well, you know, in 20 years, it's not, it's probably, Italy, is, that's kind of an impressive number, actually, only 6%. 168%. 
Wow. The people in charge are really doing a great job, aren't they? Because that helps you, doesn't it? Doesn't that help you live your life as a Canadian, making it utterly fucking impossible to own a home? Sure it does. Because uh, home ownership is, is one of the ways, traditionally, or that used to be, a way for a, a man or his family to, to um, build something. You know, you work, you save money, you save up for a down payment in the 70s, the 80s. You could save enough money to just buy a house in cash outright. My grandfather bought, built, and, you know, settled up his house in the 70s for like $30,000, $25,000. You can't do that anymore. You used to, even in the 90s and the 2000s, well, you could get a mortgage for $150,000 or something, right? You pay that off over 10 or 15 years, then your, your family now owns property. They can inherit that property even after you're dead and use that later. Then they, maybe they can get a second house on their own. They rent out that first house to other maybe family members and friends, and you can keep building. You see, generationally, the wealth and the and the progress and the success you transfer down to generate, that's over. You can't do that anymore. You can't even get a house. You're stuck in a wage cycle of death where you work for peanuts for things that you can't afford to pay rent to a, to a, to live in a, in a closet somewhere, $1,000 a month, no heat, no electricity, no anything. It's a one-bedroom dump apartment bachelor of living in some dump somewhere, and that's it. And you're never going to be able to make enough money to save anything. Savings, forget about it. That's that's generally the situation for most people now. If if two people in a relate, if you got a, you know, a man and his wife both working full time jobs, maybe they can save enough that over ten years. I remember a friend of mine. Well, we're not friends anymore. Uh, he and his wife saved money for ten years for a down payment on a house in Halifax, which is gonna. And then you know how long the mortgage is? Thirty years. <laughs> that house won't be paid off until they are 65 years old. Oh, and by the way, interest rates are going to rise exponentially before then, and you have to renew your mortgage every five years generally, three to five years. So if your interest rate was 2%, it might be 8% next time. And 8% on, say, $300,000 of a loan is substantial. Your monthly payment is going to dramatically increase. Oh, and, and your groceries have gone up as exponentially as well because of the inflation and the cost to heat the home and the fuel price to get to work and back, to go work at your job, to make peanuts to, for pennies on the dollar while they, you know, they up there <laughs> vacuum it all up and, you know, get rich and live high on the hog and fly around the world in their jets and eat caviar and not wear masks and tell you that you're the problem and you need to pay more taxes because climate change, as they fly around in their jets and so on and so forth. Do you see how this is kind of a hopeless situation and people have a very, very, very deeply cemented foundational reason to be angry as fuck. People work harder for less now than ever in history. The people at the top do less than ever in history and make more money than ever in history. It's backwards. It's completely insane. This can't continue. And it's like us or them. It's like we either continue with this system and let them just take everything and eat it all, or we fucking destroy them and we just start over. And, uh, to be honest, I don't really see any reason why, ethically or morally, they, they shouldn't be destroyed. They're not good people. They're not even trying to help you. Nine trillion dollars. Where did it go? They obviously don't know how to spend money. They don't know how to invest. They don't know how to fix anything. Everything's worse. Militaries and shambles. It's it, the military is worse than it was in the '90s. Right now, change my mind. You can't. 
There's less troops. There's less money. Nothing works. There's not even enough uniforms. <laughs> we get those Sea Kings replaced yet? No. No, we still use those. How about those F-18s that have needed to be replaced like 15 years ago? Nah, those are still... Well, we have them. They are falling out of the air and killing people, though. But uh, One of the new helicopters we did buy did plunge into the sea and kill everyone on board. And then the Snowbird thing fell out of the air, crashed into a residential area. Yeah, the military... Dude, it's a mess. Don't... Get the fuck out of there. It's point... It's well, What is the point? Find oh man, it's so hard because you I mean you got to find a way to support yourself and not every you know some people are just fucked. Unfortunately, it's like you like the Titanic. It's like we can save you know we can save ten percent of this boat, but everybody else is fucked. That's what it feels like to me a lot of the time. And um, you know, the best you can do is be like, sorry, I didn't make this happen. Um, I wish it didn't. Black pill. <laughs> what, what did I just clue? What did I just do? I just uh, refreshed the wrong thing. The wrong page, yeah. Let me scroll back down. Um, Filthy Weasel says, it's ironic. I, no, I read that one. Sorry. And I read that one. No, this was the one. Filthy Mr. Weasel says, I'm sure everyone has heard of the new COVID-19 variant named IHU. Say it fast enough. It sounds like I hate you. Fucking fits, don't it? IHU? Really? That, there's a new variant. Are they still doing this now? This is so dumb. Zodiac, uh, thank you very much, Mr. We- Mr. Weasel. Zodiac says lots of cobalt and lithium in Kazakhstan. Um, well, there's a lot of money invested in that place this future. So there's people fighting over it. Isn't that, isn't that a shame? Isn't that gross? They treat the world like it's their own personal little fucking plaything. Um, they're immoral psychopaths. Gary Schill says there are no movies being played because we are living the best reality show going ever. All right? I don't I can't remember the last time I saw anything new. There's not a lot of I've seen maybe three movies in the last three years that I was like, that was pretty good. I actually liked that. Not not much anymore. Voodoo One says, Am I the only one wondering why Justin always has kid socks? Where do you find all those kid socks? Does he receive kid socks every time he uh <laughs> Careful now, careful now. He's um, he's not a serious person. He should just be he's swept aside. That's what should be done with him. NWO Pickley says the Titanic was unsinkable, even though in some compartments the walls did not go up to the ceiling. <laughs> really? <laughs> there's a, there's some conspiracy theories about the Titanic, right? Again, it's like, what do you even really know? The amount of things I found out were um, wrong or complete lies in my life. At this point, I'm open to I'm opening to entertaining pretty much any theory. I'll listen to it because you never know. I've seen some pretty wild shit turn out to be true that you never, I never would have believed. But um, maybe it's a coincidence. But did you know that the Federal Reserve Act in the United States, which uh, actually cemented the doom of that of that place, the Federal Reserve, which is a, a privately owned bank, it might as well be called, you know, Jimmy's Fuck Shack. You know, it doesn't. It, it's secret people who no one knows the owners. Um, made it into law. They basically pressured the American president and blackmailed him into signing it into law. Woodrow Wilson even lamented doing so. He said, oh, damn, I'm, what do you say? I'm a most unhappy man. I've, been, I've destroyed America, essentially. Because now um, America doesn't make its own money anymore. America has to borrow money from, you know, Jimmy's fuck shack. 
They have to borrow it from radio from 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 Best Buy. So the bank of Best Buy now, uh, the president has to go to Best Buy and go, "Can I have some money to pay to run my country?" They successfully made that the law, and then they give him a hundred, you know, gay fag dollars <laughs> to to do whatever. And then they go, "You owe us a hundred and twenty-five." It's like, but you invent it all. Like you 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 make the money, and if you gave me a hundred, I have to find a hundred and twenty-five to give back to you. That doesn't make sense because. <laughs> you know, the act of borrowing the money makes it appear out of they literally created out of thin air I'm, was what I'm trying to say I'm not making that up they just press buttons and there it is they type it into computers these days but the thing is back then uh, the wealthy American industrialists that were opposing this I forget their names but you'd have to go look it up I don't many of them just so happen to be on the Titanic isn't that strange Anyway, they died, and uh, Federal Reserve implemented just like that. Pretty convenient. No? Nah, strange. The Boog and Blue Taco says, My parents bought their house in 1985 for $38,000. The house is now over a million. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I remember my dad telling me about uh, places he could have bought in Calgary back in the 80s. And I think it was the 80s. For uh, early 80s, late 70s, for like, yeah, 30 grand, 30 grand 25 grand, downtown Calgary. $25,000, $30,000, you could have, could have bought that. Two, three million bucks now, that's, that same place is going to go for. Uh, TYZ49, God bless you, he says. Peace be upon you, sir. Secular007 says, well, let's start throwing hands then. <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> we're, getting to that, we're getting to that point, aren't we? Um, we're running out of time. It's just... No matter, we're really running out of time. Hey, Rumble, how are you? Um, hmm. Yeah, someone says it's true. Some of the bulkheads did not go high enough. Interesting. Uh, the owners of Macy's department store at the time, really? Is that one of the people that was on the boat? Um, you know, this isn't a new thing. This is something that's happened uh, many, many times. Here's another another big one. Just like Trudeau, another guy who really wants to die, apparently, is French, French President Emmanuel Macron. I want to piss them off. I want to shit on the shit on the Anvex. I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> I want them to burn. I want to uh, punish. I'm going to punish them. Excuse me. French President Emmanuel Macron launched a tirade against the unvaccinated again because they're not people, right? And again, why is his wife like a 65-year-old witch? Like, the whole thing. These people are sick. They're not. Go go look into their, like, who they are. They go, oh, well, that's the French president. And people just kind of go, yeah, and they leave it at that. No, 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 no. Where do you go to school? Who is family? Who does he know? What did he do before he was president? He was a banker. Who is his wife? Man, his wife is old. Who's she connect? Oh, okay. This is, oh, he's also part of the mafia. And he was, I think he was, he was trying to replace a lot of the French flags with the European Union flags as well. This guy is as globalist, if that's the term you want to use, as they come. Fuck, I have an ingrown hair inside my neck here. I hate it when that happens. Um, French President Emmanuel Macron told one of the nation's leading newspapers that he no longer considers the unvaccinated to be French citizens. And that his primary strategy is to continue to piss them off or shit on them, he says. Uh, until they submit to his COVID-19 mandates. To, to the remark from Macron delivered during an interview with the French newspaper La Parisienne 
has divided French politicians and even as a country's Communist Party candidate questioning Macron's motives. Even the commies. Yes, they have a Communist Party in, in France. Still, they've had a problem with that for quite some time. Um, uh, and this is translated from French, so as it is. Macron says, I am not about pissing off the French people, he told the newspaper, but as for the non-vaccinated, I really want to piss them off and we'll continue to do this to the end. This is the strategy. To the end? What does that mean? What does it mean to the end? Exactly. What end? The end of what? The end of the mandates? The end of the lockdowns? The end of life itself? The end of what? He declared that the worst enemies of democracy are lies and stupidity. That I agree with. Then he declared that his government is putting pressure on the unvaccinated by limiting as much as possible their access to activities and social life. Macron's government claims that 90% of its citizens are vaccinated. He promised to reduce this minority with further restrictions. Well, that's the thing. You can never be fully vaccinated. Here's I, I, I wonder if they're going to make this strategic move here in the future to... Uh, roll back on the boosters for a while to reinstitute. So, so here's a problem. The unvaccinated and the vaccinated, it's just becoming a one big ball of fuck the government, which is bad for them. Um, people that are double trip, you know, all stuck full, of all kinds of shit. They're coming over to our side. They're going to look to drive a wedge in between that. And what they really, what they want is the, the good boys and girls that get pat on the head for doing the right thing. And then the people that resist, we have to destroy them. Um, my dad talked about this as, as well, and it's a, it's a good point. It's probably something that they, they're considering, that as long as there's a sizable amount of the population that remains unvaccinated, there's going to be a test, there's going to be a control group of people that are healthy. Um, again, like I said, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence coming in, people talking about their friends and their family and all these people. They know they're all sick. They're all dumb. Oh, my God. They're going to notice that all the people that, have been openly like, yeah, I'm not taking it, not fucking ever. They're not getting sick. I'm not sick. I don't know anyone that is sick. Nobody, I know, none of these people, no heart attacks, nothing. On the other hand, I know quite a few of the other people that have had some health problems. Die, even. Couple now. Heart attacks. One of them, uh, a friend of mine, um, told me, one of his cousins, 25 years old. Heart attack. Huh. Weird. So they can't pretend this is climate change. They can't pretend it's too much freedom. All these ridiculous things are saying, as long as we exist, people can go, why are they all fine? What's going on? It's going to be real obvious. That's why they're panicked. To get, they got to get as many people in on this program as possible, whittle the minority down to a small, a manageable number that they can control, and then they can round up and get rid of. Right now, it's way too many. So I wonder if they're going to have to make a call an audible here if you use an NFL reference call a foot we're gonna have to we're gonna have to try we're gonna change a play on the field here and uh figure something out because you know they it's like they're acting as though the, well the 90 percent of the people are vaccinated they're on our side 50 percent of those 90 percent didn't want to do it they didn't want to you you coerced them and intimidated them and now they're pissed because now you're like, get a third one, get a fourth one, do it forever. Oh, and you're locked down again. Oh, and there's a curfew again, and, and so on and so forth. They're not going to forget that. The trust is gone. Once it's gone, it's gone. Once they think that you are scum, uh, it's really hard to undo that. 
Blams! How you doing, man? He says, they need something to distract from failing COVID-19 narrative and avert the boog. Good Money says, World War III is right around the corner, bigots. It's happened before. It'll happen again. Get ready. That is a concern I have as well. I'm watching the situation in Ukraine develop with the Russians and the Chinese and Taiwan and the whole thing. I feel like they just keep, they've just had this on the back burner. There's any any number of little points, any threads they can pull that'll just set off a shitstorm. And then everyone's going to be worried about nuclear war and all of, and the, that's going to cause some supply chain shortages. You want to see meat prices go through the goddamn moon and everything else? That'll do it. World War III would definitely do it. Um, you know, I'm not getting involved. I don't want anything to do it. No, we shouldn't be fighting anybody. There's no war. There's no reason because there's no countries. There's no wars to fight that make sense because there's no real countries anymore. Is America really America or is it a puppet state of the Israelis? Is any Western country really a country anymore? Or are they puppet states of these corporations and these billionaires? All of them. The Russians too? The Ch- Everybody. What does Owen Benjamin call it? Grabbler football? Basically. I mean, the, uh, you know, the, Det- the Detroit Lions and the New York Jets can hate each other as much as they want, but they both have owners that belong to the same board of, right? That's what it is. So if there's any war that needs to be fought or, or should happen, it shouldn't be between countries. and pe- It should be uh, human beings upwards against their rulers and their overlords. That's where it needs to go. It needs to go right to the bank and burn that bitch down and drag that guy out by his... Fucking necktie. It's a dream. Someday. They can only take. And the more they take, the more money they take, the more freedom they take, the more opportunity, the more hope that they take. You know what happens to people when there's no hope? There's really no point. It's like life is basically garbage. Why shouldn't I just go for it? Why not? Why shouldn't I just throw this brick? Why shouldn't I just light this rag on fire? Why shouldn't I just clickety-clack? I mean, I'm dead anyway. Everything's fucked anyway. Why not? I kind of want to die anyway. So you know what? I might as well have some fucking fun with it. I, I don't know. Phil, what do you think? I'm starting to feel more and more like that every day. How about you guys? Come get some. Let's go, rich boy. You think they're on your side? You think people are really going to... Everybody hates these fucks. Nobody's ever tried this before. What's this? What is it? Are your, your eyes are bigger than your stomach, I think. On and on it goes. Here we go again. Try your hardest. 
Pilot Mike says, son's teacher asked me to give my son an on, a one-liner to say about why he doesn't wear a mask, and they are now mandatory. Teacher told me today at pickup, I don't live in North Korea was inappropriate. <laughs> oh, well, it was that or it was fuck you skank. I, didn't, I don't know. I thought that was more politically correct. No, she didn't like that one either, huh? Uh, James Edwards uh, says, J-Mac, would you play Nautical Disaster, the Tragically Hip song? I think I probably have it somewhere. Big at 104.4 FM, the home of Diagonalon. I will probably play I Maybe I'll play it on Diagonal. Uh, I could. I, it's not really... It doesn't... F- if I can find a way to do it, I, I will. I'll keep that in mind. The 15th, January 15th, is the annual... It's the anniversary. We did one last year. It was it was Mega Bowl, though. It was the Mega Bowl. I don't think we'll ever beat... Ever stop the Mega Bowl. We'll ever top that. Uh, but Dagable, you know, we'll do this every, uh, there's a couple of interesting ideas we talked about. There might be a couple of, uh, there's local parties and stuff going on around the country. Uh, and, uh, there's going to be a few guys on the ground there and we'll get them on their phones. We'll kind of report in, you know, like, uh, like New Year's Eve or something, you know, <laughs> Edmonton, Calgary, Halifax, wherever you're at, wherever you're at, Toronto, it doesn't matter. And, uh, you can pop in here for, you know, 10, 20 minutes, say hi, whatever. Um, it's just kind of, we're just going to kind of celebrate the, that we're all here and we're all, uh where we are and um you know i appreciate you guys for everything you've done uh, over the past year it's got it's pretty crazy it's, this has really gotten out of control for just not even it hasn't even been a year yet it hasn't even quite been a year and uh look how much look how much how much has happened how far it's gone so if you want you better get your patches baby you better get them chris uh, wt burke get a hold of him uh the plaid padre uh, patches of Dagalon at protonmail.com and go to Frank and get a flag. Get, get one of those if you want. I don't know how many he's got left. If there's even, he just gets them when he gets them. Uh, it's a small operation. <laughs> Flags of Dagalon at protonmail.com and, uh, you know, wave your bigot pride around. Dirtbag Welder says, one of my best friends whom, whom girlfriend is a bitchy nurse was always fighting me on this. Finally came around after listening to Dr. Malone, Malone on Joe Rogan. Thank you, Doctor, for breaking the propaganda spell. Sometimes that's just what it takes because they don't, um, you don't have the influence. You don't have the power uh, to, you know, the, the, the gravitas, really. It makes a big difference for, you know, not to be rude, but simpler people. <laughs> when someone with a big name or, or you know, says the, says the things. It, it doesn't, I'm just, I'm a, I mean, look at me. Like, no one, no one cares what I say. Uh, if you're Dr. Malone, the guy that helped invent the mRNA technology says so, well, that's a different story. If Dr. Peterson says so, that's a different story. And mark your calendar for that one. I am going to be January 24th or 25th. I can't remember. I can go check. Uh, Peterson's going to be on Joe Rogan. He's going to talk to tens of millions of people about the absolute state of Canada's totalitarian nightmare. And um, it's not going to do Justin Trudeau or the establishment any favors at all. It's only going to bring more. Is it the 24th? Uh, Boog Taco says the 24th. So, you know, looking forward to that. Uh, TYZ said so the common enemy is the deep state. Another word for the same thing, but yeah, you know what I mean. It's like we're all speaking a different language, right? Um, but we all mean the same thing. You can say it in Spanish, French, Italian, whatever. It's, we're all we all mean. We're all talking about the same thing. Lone Star Texan says I really despise the Zionists. They are a parasite problem. DTZ death to Zion. Roger Brown Knight Rider Three says we are all Michael Douglas from falling down, just at different stages. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Justin Triple Six says, is the monkey with the knife operating the train heading into the wall? Is he the owner of Billy's Fuck Shack? 
I don't know. Maybe the monkey's name is Billy or, or Jerry or whatever it was I said. It, it's hard to say. Secular007 says, if anyone wants the code phrase for throwing hands, it's penguin farts. Jesus Christ. Fair enough. As soon as we'll, we'll, just, we'll just say that. Penguin farts! And then it's, uh, it's on. Um, I'm going to change the chat box here. I'm in the wrong. Oh, so many buttons and so many things to say. Yeah, Riot Earth. I got my damn vaccines. Just leave me the hell alone. Jordan Peterson was not left alone, and now he's very upset. And uh, he's going to bring a lot of people. He's a big fish. He's a celebrity. A lot of people respect him, especially a lot of normies, a lot of normal pe- a lot of people that are just starting to figure out what's going on. It's like their babies just opening their eyes for the first time and going, what? And Jordan Peterson, like them, is double vaccinated, and so are they. And he can they can relate to that, and they like him because he's a doctor, and he's famous, and he's on mainstream things. And uh, what what I really like about Jordan Peterson, though, what's really exciting about that is he is very, 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 very well educated on the Soviet uh, gulag system, authoritarianism, communism, all of that kind of stuff. So once these dots start getting connected in his head and those light bulbs go off, which I suspect they have in a big way very recently, he's going to be real keen to educate all these people on exactly what the fuck is going on around here. And they're going to listen to him. And it's over. What are you going to do, Justin? You're going to put him in jail? You're going to charge him with sedition? Medical misinformation? What are you going to do? What's your plan? Are you going to kill Jordan Peterson? Are you going to tolerate? We can't tolerate Jordan Peterson. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He gets up there and says, yeah, this is an authoritarian government. It's, uh, you know, it's being totalitarian. It's stripping your rights away and creating a nightmare from which we will never recover. What are you going to do? And he tells 60 million people that. And they go, huh, I never thought, I never considered it like that. You know what? He's right. Fuck the government. Well, I don't know. Plane ticket to New Zealand, maybe? I'm not sure what you're going to do, but you'd... uh, It's going to be interesting. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I read that one. I got... All right, we're all caught up. Take down the dystopian nightmare. It's it's going somewhere. Uh, So, yeah, fuck the French president. They're all the same. This could easily cause... Oh, there's a there's a presidential election in April and May. Huh. In France. Interesting. A lot... Look how many people are... The leading candidate in the April 2022 French election only polls 20%. <sighs> wow. So that country is destined for a nightmare. You can't have... <laughs> no matter who wins, 80% of the country didn't get who they wanted. How how is that any way? Is that that's not leadership? This is this is preposterous. Ugh. Who's still running? Marine Le Pen's still in there. Oh, she's catching way up. She's getting close. And then a lot of people like that guy, Zemmour. Uh, I can't. I'm, I don't want to turn my head sideways. I'm not an ostrich. <laughs> Make the chart better so I can read it better. I can read it better. He's not the only one. This is Biden. Um, temporary Rogan shutdown. What, right? I wouldn't put that past them. Something's going to have to happen. What's the other? Uh, what's the other round in the chamber? What's the other shoe to drop here? Like, is, or is this it? Because you know we've lived, or at least I have. I've and I'm not old. Old. I'm not. I have been around since the '80s. But this shit really started to, by my estimation, get weird. Um, late '80s early 90s, and then you had, you had Waco, and you had Ruby Ridge, and you had the Oklahoma City bombing, and the Whitewater thing, and the planes blowing up, and the satanic panic, and all that. Like, there was a lot of weird shit that happened in the 90s. 
which is what spawned Alex Jones. And you had people like Bill Cooper and David Icke and so on. And, but I didn't, I missed all that. I was a kid. And then 9-11 happened and I was like, well, that's kind of fucking, that's kind of weird, man. Um, it, they've always, they've always been one step ahead or multiple steps ahead. But now, I mean, this is who they put in as president. That's who they had. It was like Hillary Clinton, this guy. Like, they don't have much. They're running out of... <laughs> I mean, Justin Trudeau. Wouldn't you want someone who's, like, really cunning, really, you know, kind of, you know, quick and, you know, be able to problem solve and be on top and really keep people, you know, docile and asleep and under a spell and kind of... Not actually, you know, not shitting their pants on TV, getting the year wrong, you know, licking children and just being a complete disgrace and uh, obvious train wreck everywhere they go. I mean, that would be my preference if I was, you know, trying to run... All these kinds of operations, but dire poll spells trouble for the Democrats. Yeah, no one, no one, uh, no one's pumped about anything that's happening now. President Joe Biden's disapproval rating has hit a new high of fifty-six <sighs> percent. CNBC change research uh, survey tracked Biden's disapproval figure at forty-nine percent in April before rising to fifty-four in September. Announced at fifty-six. Oh boy, the primary factor uh, behind his un- increasing unpopularity appears to be the economy. Well, they're not. That's not going to improve into going into the future. Then, with sixty percent disapproving his handling of the economy, people don't like him. They don't like Macron. They don't like Boris Johnson. They don't like uh, what's the guy's name? Is it Morrison? Andrews? Dan Andrews in the United Kingdom? They don't like Justin Trudeau. They don't like any of these people. So how 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 long are you are you planning? Like, what is your oh man? You know, it's like you're coming into the river card, the last card of a of a hand of poker, and they're just. You're just bat- and they're just like I'm gonna re re raise and you're like what? Like I'm sitting on a fucking I got an ace high flush here. Like what are they- what are they doing? Like do they not? <laughs> you know? <laughs> or the or you're ho- you're holding an ace and the board is like ace 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 <laughs> ten five. You're like. Are you drunk? Like, what are you doing? Like, is there a new hand that I don't know about? Was there a rule change? Like, do you know what I mean? I've been in those kinds of situations before where it's like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win, but I don't, this doesn't, like, do you not know? I don't know. It's confusing when people act as though they're completely oblivious to how fucked they are. Makes you, throws you for a loop sometimes. And I, I wonder if that's what's going on here to a, to a great extent. And this, you know, now they're fighting. Now the CDC is fighting with Dr. Fauci. They've updated this since I pulled this story a few few hours ago. Uh, A few weeks ago, Fauci hinted that the federal government would soon change its definition of fully vaccinated to include not just the two original shots, but at least one booster as well. We're using the terminology now keeping your vaccinations up to date rather than what fully vaccinated up to date. Are your vaccinations up to date? Every six months forever. Well, they bought 100 million, 400 million of them. That's why they bought so many. Right now, optimal protection is with a third shot <laughs> or a second shot of J&J, which was only supposed to be one and done, right? That's why all those people went to get the Johnson & Johnson one because it was just once. No, it's twice now. Sorry. <laughs> We're continuing to follow that science, and it's evolving daily. It shouldn't be. Um that's how research and development is supposed to work. You're supposed to do all this before you start giving it to people, especially children. Especially children. If the science of injecting children 
with gene modification mRNA vaccines is changing on a daily basis for a virus that has a literally it's so statistically unlikely to harm children that it is difficult to quantify perhaps you're not ready to give this product to people just just curious maybe maybe Oh, I really hope this guy doesn't die before he gets hung. You know, I really want to see him drawn and quartered by by the people. He's an evil man that has been doing this for a long time. He, there was a big fuck around with him in the uh, the eighties or the nineties with, with AIDS uh, medication and treatments and stuff. Too. This is what this guy does. He's a salesman. Now, uh, as an update to this, after the week of America's top health officials talking across each other, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky stated on Wednesday that the agency won't change the definition of fully vaccinated to include a booster shot. See, now, now they're getting, they're getting, uh, starting to get buyer's remorse a little bit with this, or maybe feeling like they went a little too far. I don't know. Once again, clarifying for comments made by Dr. Anthony Fauci, who suggested on Tuesday the language was being replaced. I've... <laughs> So while the definition of fully vaccinated will continue to mean one has received their primary course of vaccines, the CDC will start pushing the term up to date to encourage people to get boosted. Oh. Oh, my Lord. You know, at least stuff like this isn't happening. 25-year-old soccer star suddenly collapses during, or dies during training. Another one. Can't even keep up with this. Marcos Minaldo complained of suffering breathing difficulties. 25-year-old Guatemalan soccer star. I've never heard of him, but soccer, whole other thing. Uh, apparently, he was quite famous. Collapsed during training and tragically died shortly after being rushed to hospital. Like the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other young male athletes. It's beginning to look a lot like genocide everywhere. Oh, no, I didn't even open this. Crap. How do I do it? i got to open my new one. It took me... Um, that bottle lasted me... Oof, September? Is that when I got it? This is the second one. So this should this should be good till my birthday, March. <laughs> you know, I'm real cost effective with this stuff. Come on, you. Come on. There we go. Oh, sweet, sweet. This is how I deal with the world. It's better than alcohol. That works. You know, which they've now banned the sale of in Quebec. No alcohol or cannabis products to the unvaccinated. Would suck to be an alcoholic booze bag right now that is incapable of kicking their habits. <laughs> Hard life. The tragedy occurred at the Marquesa de la Ensenada Stadium where Manolo received emergency CPR training or treatment on the pitch. You know, Tim Poole uh, here is tweeting, 25-year-olds have heart attacks all the time. Why is everybody freaking out about this? Yeah, fucking Tim Pool, but he's right. Um, 
the report notes that Manalo's death tragically followed that of Croatian uh, football player Marin Kancic, who died in similar circumstances just before Christmas after suddenly collapsing. 23-year-old was diagnosed with heart failure before being rushed to a nearby hospital. Decide, died December 23rd. Why is it? Is it? I mean, and let's just fucking say it, right? The youngest, strongest, most healthiest of our of our people, the the 20 mid 20s men, is your prime. That that's those are your fucking physical specimens, right? The the fittest, strongest of your people in your, in their mid 20s, the males especially. Those are the strongest guys you got. And they're fucking dropping dead all over the place from heart attacks. I wonder what's going on. Something is clearly going on because I don't ever remember this happening. Uh, I like to knock on the sports ball people. I did quite a bit last time, but I, I used to follow uh, hockey quite closely, boxing, MMA, football a little, baseball. Not once do I ever remember anyone just dying or like, oh, my heart is fucked. I can't play anymore. That now happens all the time. FC Barcelona's Sergio Aguero, the 33-year-old striker who had to be withdrawn from a match after 41 minutes suffering from dizziness and breathing difficulties, was also recently forced into early retirement. 33! 33-year-old professional athlete, 24-year-old Slovak hockey player, Boris Sadecki, tragically died after collapsing on the ice. 28-year-old bodybuilder, Jake Kazmarek, also died unexpectedly four days after taking the job. Uh, <laughs> that didn't stop ex-England pro Matt Letizier from calling for a full investigation. Oh, let's see. It's been very concerning for me, um, Dan. I'm watching the sport that I love and, I, and I've played for 17 years. Uh, and it's been very concerning to me that in all that time that I played, I never once saw any footballer leave the pitch because of heart issues. Now, I'm sorry, but if... If anybody could look at what's happening now in the world of sport and say it's normal for all of these people to be having heart issues in football matches, cricket matches, basketball matches, any sport you wish, these people, the, the amount of people that are suffering is going through the roof. And I called for an investigation mm. because it might not be to do with the vaccines. Yeah. It may not be. But let's have an investigation yeah. to find out what right. it is and even saying that deems you to be some kind of anti-vaxxer, which yeah, and, is just absolutely and, and, disgusting. I want I wanted, uh, uh, just some information. I, I want people to take a look at what is happening in football, have a proper investigation, and give us some answers as to why so many sports people are suffering with heart issues. It's not difficult. Why is that so hard to, you know? Very sensible. There's clearly an issue. Clearly. Something is going on. There should not be this many people having this many problems, especially considering who they are. There shouldn't be heart problems for professional athletes. The opposite is supposed to be true. Heart problems and heart attacks are supposed to happen to you know the very elderly, obese, very sick people. And, well, they're getting quite sick and dying too, as you can imagine, considering a 40% death increase across the field of life insurance, according to the people that work in life insurance, and are probably going to go broke. Or premiums will have to be so fucking high to offset... The, uh, the the amount of payouts that they're having to pay. And never mind disability claims, long-term disability claims. <sighs> Something's obviously going on. And for you to even say that or suggest that maybe we should look into this, they will attack you. Why would they do that? 
Is there any benevolent reason? Is there any good reason where a good person who isn't an evil piece of shit would stop you from trying to investigate why the fuck everybody is sick and dying? What kind of good, honest person would do that? What kind of doctor would do that? Oh, well, we're just gonna trust the science and trust the devil. We're gonna... Why don't you trust the fucking strength of a rope? How are you doing down there in that nightmare? Since democracy, democracy is code for grabber rule, find and replace in sentences like threatens our democracy to see the true meaning. The people never supported the wars, never supported the immigration law changes, never supported gay marriage, never supported any further gun control, never supported the trade agreements. We were never asked. Voodoo One says, uh, you, want, you will not have the right to buy alcohol. Guess they're just going to have to sober up. Most <laughs> attention says, trust the strength of the rope after you've been tar and feathered, tyrants. Yeah. I trust rope science. You know why they hate me so much for saying stuff like that? Because they know it's true. They know it, and it scares the shit out of them, and it's unavoidable. Do whatever you want to me, you're not getting away. It's a great one. Blood for blood. Ain't like you. There's a family-friendly song. We like to play here at Big 104.4 FM Radio. I, that's what my that's my children's bedtime song, believe it or not. Puts them right to sleep. They just love that angry yelling. Puts them right in the mood to have nice dreams about unicorns and puppy dogs and sugar plum gumdrops and all the other things that children love to dream about. Build your own Lego uh, hangman set. That's what my kids got for Christmas. Practice. <laughs> Oh, boy. But they they just, they just don't know when to stop. So, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, banned unvaccinated for buying marijuana and hard liquor. Hard liquor? So can they buy beer? Like, this is so stupid. This will surely stop the spread, says Paul Joseph Watson. Protecting against the unvaccinated. It will surely be a massive step in reducing the spread of the thing that doesn't hurt anyone. Authorities in Quebec will ban the unvaccinated from being able to purchase marijuana or hard liquor. Journal de Montréal reports on plans being prepared by Quebec Prime Minister, Premier, Paul, it's Premier, come on now, I bother to try and get your shit right. Francois Legault's administration, which will likely, most likely see proof of vaccination demanded at the cash register. Proof of vaccination is already required in Quebec at such non-essential venues as restaurants, theaters, bars, casinos. Under the new rule, unvaccinated residents will still be able to access convenience stores, which sells beer and wine, but they'll essentially be barred from uh, legally buying hard liquor. Oh, okay. So just whiskey, rum, vodka, tequila, that kind of stuff. Nope. 
That spreads COVID. The beer is fine. Yeah, but not the other. It's just to punish you. It was just to coerce. Like, this is not as any. This is only about controlling people. And we don't control people. That's what the foundational fucking thing of Western civilization was. It was freedom of the individual of thought and expression and all of these beautiful fucking things that we've had for so long. And they're attacking all of that. And these zombies walk around like, uh, it's about health. It's about health. Well, you know what? If that's if it ends up with these fucking absolutely aggressive, insane zombies, end up they all just fucking yeet themselves. Well, that's a good thing. That's a net positive. When when people like this, uh, you know, if they they just aren't around anymore, I'm okay with that. This has been floating around. I saw this on Black Pill's channel. This is from Ashley at uh, I can't quite tell something group. Uh, they're new. Whatever, wherever they work, a Zoom meeting protocol. It says, "Team, I'm writing for you all today to inform you of a new protocol." For our staff Zoom meetings. Moving forward, everyone will be required to wear a mask during our meetings. Zoom is a webcam-based interface, i.e. from your house, kind of like I'm doing right now. One of our team members has a fear of unmasked people, and I want to make sure everyone feels safe and comfortable. This requirement is effective immediately. Hey, Ashley, if this was my company, you know what I'd say when this person complained? I don't feel safe around unmasked people. Turn the fucking webcam off then. And you know what? Dear team, I'm writing you to inform you of all of a new protocol for our staff Zoom meetings. Moving forward, everyone will be required to not wear a mask. And anyone that does is fired fucking immediately on the spot for being an absolute cretin of a human being that for some reason you think you can somehow spread a disease via osmosis through, uh, you know, webcam communication. If that's what you believe, that's how fucking stupid and retarded your brain is, get the fuck out of my company right now. And in fact... I want a list of names right now of anyone that's who's doing this. Bring them into my office. I want to throw them out this window one at a time, one at a time. Don't worry. There's a moat down there. They'll probably be fine. It's only a three-story drop. If they can swim quickly, it's going to be – there's barracudas. It's a, it, my office building is a moat surrounded by barracudas. I'm an eccentric billionaire, all right? When you've got this kind of money, you do weird things, all right? You want me to be like the other billionaires? I didn't go to Epstein Island. I like moats and barracudas. That's what I like. Bill Gates and the rest of these guys, they like little kids. You know, it's, it's like Steven Spielberg. He liked to fuck uh, Heather O'Rourke to death. You know, the little girl from uh, Poltergeist. Remember the first movie? You know, she died, right? Did you know that? She died. He fucked her to death, <laughs> allegedly, according to the uh, hospital people. Suffered some severe trauma. Parts of her body died. 12-year-old, dead. Heather O'Rourke. Look it up. Weird. Was that little girl in the other Poltergeist movies? Nope, that was a different one. The original one died. Some rich people like to do some things. I like barracudas and moats. Don't get mad at me. It could be much worse. could be much worse. Barracudas and moats. Moats full of barracudas. Or piranhas. I'll settle for piranhas. I just like... Barracudas just look meaner. Piranhas are kind of... Piranhas look like the barracuda's retarded cousin. You know? I'm a dangerous fish too and they're like the barracudas are like the sports car of dangerous fish and the, they're all dumb looking I don't know <laughs> here we go we're getting into the weird zone now um, Berta Boy says go ahead and take away alcohol I'm a hell of a lot meaner while sober right it's a distraction that none of us need um, oh no are you going to make me be healthier oh jeez oh boy don't do that what are you going to do now you're going to mandate everyone goes to the gym five days a week oh no if you actually, they actually cared about health, that's what they would do. There'd be mandatory BMI tests every fucking six months. 
says here on your tax return that uh, you're not in shape. Your taxes are, have now increased 5%. Carry on. And they will continue to do so until you correct your problem, your deficiency. Why? Well, you know, because it's a drain on society generally. Uh, the more unhealthy you are, the more on, the more likely it is you're going to require medical care, medical attention. And as this is a self-inflicted condition, you're in complete control of your own body for start, you know, for starters. So that's your responsibility. And now you've passed on the burden of your poor decisions to society at large. So to compensate for that, we're going to tax you more so we can hire more healthcare workers and, and more people because uh, you've, you're eating more than your share of the pie, figuratively and metaphorically. It would it would appear. Uh, understand? Okie dokie. But we don't do that, do we? They encourage all kinds of unhealthy behavior. They want uh, little kids watching porno on TikTok. And we're going to teach them how to, you know, we're going to teach them about dildos and, 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 and two-spirit gender fucking non-binary drag queen story time in, in grade fucking five or something. What was that noise? Makes a noise when I... Huh, I don't know. What happened? Something happened. Nothing happened. Anyway, I don't know what I was just saying. World makes me mad. I'm a bigot. What are you gonna do? <laughs> oh yeah, they're using ivermectin. I don't care about that. Uh, that was insane. We need to <laughs> Zoom calls. I, how do you not quit your job at that point? I'm like, I can't. I can't work here anymore. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to Zoom call. You're fine. He doesn't. You know, <laughs> Karen doesn't feel safe. Fuck Karen. Are you serious? I'm not sitting in my house with a mask on like an imbecile. Because Karen is scared of people that don't wear masks on her face. <laughs> this is America. Is this America? I thought it was America. It's. I mean, we're not serious anymore. We're not. We're not mysterious. We're not. Uh, we're not serious people. Oh, I had a video of Macron saying that, but uh, not the. Uh... Oh yeah, that I should show you later. That was pretty. That was pretty wild. Um. Kazakhstan. Oh yeah, this is nice. Trying to think of how to lean into that. Maybe later. So anyway, um, measures are being introduced despite Quebec's high rate of vaccination, which stands at 85%. But it was just 70%. We need 70% to stop the spread. 75%, 80%, 85%. It's never going to end until it's 100%. And when it's 100%, there's going to be a new vaccine that you need. And there's more rules to follow. And there's more reasons to stay safe. We're going to have to inject uh, you know, newborns as soon as they're born if not in the womb, with multiple things, so we can stay safe. And you're going to have to keep doing it every six months because the new science will say that your immune system is going to wane over time, and you're going to need these boosters to charge you up like a battery. And that's going to be hard to do. It's going to be hard to convince people of if we're still around uh, with no vaccines, just fine, walking around. In fact, I feel real healthy. I'm, do I'm doing quite well, actually, right now. Hmm. It's going to be kind of inconvenient. Um, the measures are clearly just another draconian way of punishing the unvaccinated for the refusal to comply and have absolutely nothing to do with fighting the pandemic. No. <laughs> Paul, how dare you, sir? Don't you trust the science? He says, as we highlighted last month, grocery stores in New Brunswick, Canada, were given the power to ban unvaccinated people from entering, meaning the unjabbed could be prevented from conducting essential activity of buying food. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau previously indicated that the mere existence of unvaccinated people was something that should no longer be tolerated. Something's going to have to be done about these people. Something is going to have to be done about these people. Now, I, I like how they do this. I don't like it, but I, I know what they're doing, and it's, it's a clever, shitty, dirtbag, coward thing to do. 
rather than them just tell you what they're going to do, we know what they're going to do. But they want you to come to that conclusion and then ask them, you know, they frame the conversation in such a way as is to direct your 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 thinking into a certain, uh, you know, lane or path where they know, you know. The answer is, let's round these people up, put them in camps, unpurse them, take the rights away, make them prisoners, do, I don't care, just just destroy them, if, essentially, if, if that needs to be done. That's the end game. That's what they want. How do they bring these people from where they're at now mentally and bring them there. They can't just come on TV and say, we need to do this stuff. Who's with me? That's not going to work. They start with this. They go, you know, something's going to have to be done. And people go, yeah, something, yeah. Well, what does that mean? Something. Well, their imagination's going. Then maybe they'll do, maybe they'll do some polling. What do you think should be done? Should we maybe do this? Should we do, Making it seem like it was your fucking idea. And then eventually people are like, oh, you know what? I've had enough. It's time to lock these people up. Hashtag lock them up. And then the government goes, well, it's what the people want. That was what they wanted the whole time. And they manipulated them like puppets to bring them along into this demented, psychotic nightmare. And this at the end, too. He just gives it all away. He's a dictator. They don't believe, this is quoting Justin Show again, they don't believe in science progress and are very often misogynistic and racist. This leads us as a leader and as a country to make a choice. Do we tolerate these people? He thinks he is the country. He reveals it in his own uh, verbiage, in his own syntax. As a, as a leader and as a country. The, the country and the leader is synonymous as far as he goes in his mind. He is Canada, as far as he thinks, as far as he believes. And it's our job to just get in line behind him and do what he wants. That's what a dictator does. Sorry, that's not that's not leadership by committee, which is how it's supposed to be done in like a constitutional republic or any other sane place where we all get together with our elected lead community leaders and we all hash this out as a group and then we agree or dis and we figure out what we're going to do collectively together. That's not what's happening. It's this is what Justin Trudeau wants to do and you're going to fucking do it with him or else. That's, that's a dictatorship, guys, and that's where we're at, and nobody can stop him. Nobody can do anything. Aaron O'Toole, where, what's he even doing right now? He's probably really looking into and concerned with the butter theft from the other day. Belleville, Toronto. Has there been any updates on that, Phil? Does anybody know where the butter has gone? $200,000 in butter was stolen. We know who did it. It was Doug Ford. That's But Aaron O'Toole is kind of a fat, uh, jovial, sloth guy himself. He's probably also concerned about that. Wants to know where the butter is because his butter supply has got to he's got to keep uh, you know being fed in as well. They don't care. Nine trillion dollars in debt. Prime Minister's threatening people. Crickets. That's that's unacceptable. This is um. And they're they're never going to agree. They're never going to be like. You know what? You were right. We went way too far. No, they're right to the end. Just like, uh, you know, Hussein or any of these guys when they find, you know, they believe right to the very end that, like, you people are all insane and they just, they were just doing their best and this kind of shit. You know, you ever meet somebody like that or know somebody like that, like a narcissistic kind of person where it's like, no matter what the situation is, like, they were never the problem. It was always you. It was other people. Other people did this. It wasn't me. I didn't do anything wrong. It was everybody else. It was everybody. Everybody else did this, but me. I, I'm, a, I'm a goddamn hero. I did everything possible. I think we all know somebody like that. 
So, you know, people are almost waiting for that to be like, need some, they, they need some kind of authority person to be like, this has got to stop. And you know what? It may happen soon when you've got uh, these big names, these big people running around saying these Rogan, Malone, Peterson, who's next? Who else is going to jump on board? And how big is this bandwagon going to get as it rolls downhill? But as I was alluding to a minute ago, tell me what you see in this uh, headline. Scottish newspaper asks readers if COVID internment camps should be introduced. Wait, should we should we should we put people in camps? What do you guys think? What do you guys think about that? I mean, pretty wild idea. I mean, what what do you what do you think? It wasn't my idea. I'm just asking you if you think it's an idea that maybe we should have. Fuck you! It was your fucking idea. This is always where it was going. This is a fucking headline in a newspaper, the Daily Record out of Scotland. Australians, it says, Australians are being detained in COVID internment camps for 14 days if they test positive or suspect of positive. Should we follow their lead? Remember when I and we and all of us were insane, crazy, you know, hysterical, fear-mongering, crazy, you know, uh, grifting maniacs a year ago, six months ago, to, saying that this is exactly where we were going with this? Now they're just openly ask, openly talking about it in the media as if it's maybe a good idea. Not only is it happening, maybe we should do it too. Go fuck yourselves. You lying, weak, spineless fucking snakes. You know what? We should keep the camps to put you people in them. That's the irony. You know who's going to go into these places? Is you guys. All you media fucks, all you politicians, all your fucking henchmen, your assistants, your fucking drivers, down to the goddamn janitor. Yeah, sorry. I just I just sweep the floors in Parliament. Not good enough. Quit. Make them clean up their own fucking mess. You're helping them. Any kind of assistance to these psychopaths is treason. Sorry. So this is where you can live. You can live in one of these camps here, like in Australia. Isn't that nice? Doesn't it look nice? You want to live there? Look, it's got trees and b buildings, fences with razor wire, you know? Looks cozy. I mean, if it's good enough for the people of Australia, surely it's good enough for Dan Andrews. Surely. One of Scotland's largest newspapers, is the story now, is asking its readers if the country should follow Australia's example. Yes, really. The question was posed via the Daily Record's official Facebook page, which I've just read. The vast majority of respondents to the question reacted with horror. What a disgrace of a question. Surely the obvious answer to, to should there be internment camps always be a resounding no. This headline is an all-time low, remarked another. Uh, yes, we need protection from anyone who thinks this is a good idea. Put them there, and some people at this rat news rag can lead the way. I don't know who said that, but I, like, I didn't even read this yet. But see this guy, whoever that is, and uh, we're on the same page. That's who the camps are for. Plot twist. Justin Trudeau's going to the camps. And Christian Freeland, your whole fucking family, all of you motherfuckers, all of you guys. All, all, you, uh, all you crooked cops, all you police chiefs that refused to say anything, that just stood there and watched this fucking shit show circus evolve and develop and watch, you know, pastors and preachers and people being pulled out of the, pulled from their families or their homes and taken to jail over fucking nonsense, arresting children playing pond hockey. <laughs> camp, 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 camp for you. You guys can all go to the camps. If they're good enough for me, because I don't want to have something stuck into my fucking body that I don't want, and I think the wrong things, it's definitely good enough for you who facilitated the death and destruction of our country. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that uh, that's going to qualify. Yep! 
Yep, if you think we should go there, you should already fucking be there. You should have been there a long goddamn time ago. So go ahead and build them. You know what? They're gonna come. They're gonna come in handy. I, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait. Actually, don't worry, guys. You're gonna love it. There's gonna be a swimming pool, a theater, a soccer field. We might have to shave your heads because of typhus. It's fine. But uh, hey, you'll get a slice of bread a day, and uh, the slowest worker every week on Friday will be hung to motivate the rest of you to be better workers. You know what I mean? Typical camp stuff. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. And so should you. Propatria, welcome to the new Canada. I think it's reasonable. Hey! Overdo it. Should probably be the last one. They upgraded windows on me, and now everything's all fucked up, and I don't know where anything is. NWO Pickley says, if it looks stupid and it works, it isn't stupid. Piranhas will work. Fair enough. How about piranhas on the north side and barracudas on the south? The east and west wing will have alligator moats. That's good to me. Hal Billy Deluxe says, for all the aunties and uncles, is there the best, uh, the, their best toy for the young kids is Hungry Hungry Hippos. Ass- asshole sibling trophy achieved. Dan the Rage Canadian says, Aaron O'Who? No kidding. Is there anybody more irrelevant in this country than that guy? Oh, I think it sounds fair. Set, f- set fire. Set the fires. Chug the bottle. No, I'm not insane. I That'd probably hospitalize me, I think. I don't know what would happen. I, I'm not brave enough to do that. You know, some of these people take, like, nuclear amounts of weed, and it's just like, what would I, you'd probably throw up, I think, wouldn't you? I got really fucked up once when I first started because I wanted to see what it was like. Like, what's the most high you can be? Do you know what I mean? I was like, I'm going all the way. I want to see, like, the furthest to the, you know, what's the left and right of arc here? I was not ready for what happened. (laughs) I just did bong hits until I couldn't see. And I was like, (gasps) I got lost in my house. I thought there was a bird. An owl was attacking me. Like, I was fucked. I was, like, hallucinating. (laughs) I just basically crawled into my, uh, crawled into a chair I had in my living room. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, God. For, like, three hours. (sighs) Trying to control my breathing. Every minute felt like an eternity. Wife was just laughing her ass off at me. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, no. <laughs> Weed is no joke, guys. And then I slept for like 16 hours. So, you know, there's that. N.W.O. Pickley says of the Canadians that were recaptured after the Great Escape, 30 were executed via machine gun fire. Trudeau, Freeland, Blair, and that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a reaction. I can't say his name. I can't uh, deserve that. I don't know. Machine guns are are quick. You know, the owls are back. What? I hope not. They freak me out. Owls are weird. They act like they know stuff. They act like they know things. Um. <laughs> what else? What else do we want to go? Uh, you know, Kazakhstan's in, in a complete uh, in complete revolt. 
I gotta save you that that story for the end. The imbecile king. It's worth reading. Um, an- another scam. That's I mean, it's a, it's money. One hundred and forty million more rapid tests head to the provinces. Ter- of course, yeah. Stick that shit up your nose, buddy. Stick it up your nose, buddy. Oh, I just man. Oh, is this another health expert? Another fat lady. When they when their neck doesn't exist, when they have no jawline or obvious, ne- yeah, they're obese. Sinai. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I'm so. I mean, is there is it ever gonna end? Sinai Health Systems senior clinician scientist, a scientist of health systems. Alice, Doctor Allison McGear. This is what you. This is Doctor Allison McGear, senior clinician scientist at Health System. <sighs> health is funny to me because it's the one thing. It's it's one of the things where. I mean, your entire science, your entire field is on is on being healthy. And this may be controversial to say, but really healthy people look a certain way. Really unhealthy people look another certain way. So if your field is professional health and you look like this... It's painful. All right, Phil. That's. I mean, they're all, why? Why? They're all. They're all gross. <laughs> Come on, you're the doctor. Ah. <sighs> Senior scientist doctor, not even like a new one that's like, I just started being healthy, guys. I just started being a doctor of healthy. No, no, I've been here forever. I'm the expert. I'm the top one. I'm the healthiest. Why are you 217 pounds when you're five foot four? And f- <sighs> uh, that's like your, uh, you know, you, yeah, that's like your boxing coach, but he's blind. He's never, never boxed in his life. He's blind, but don't worry. He knows what he's talking about. He's a doctor. He's a doctor of boxing. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, you know, that would be, I just put my hand up. Um, I, how are you going to make me say it? I mean, why? What's, what's the problem, Mackenzie? Oh, re- really? I mean, what? You got something to say? Just fucking say it. Fuck, he's, he's fucking blind, dude. So? What? So? What do you mean? Oh, watch out for this, guys. This is going around as well. Um, this I, interesting. Uh, this website, thecovidworld.com, I've come across this in a couple of times. You can't find it on Google. If you try and Google it, you you won't find it. If you go on Bing, you will, or DuckDuckGo, you will. Or I like Bing. It's, it's not bad. I use Brave Browser and I use Bing as a search engine, but sometimes it's just the other ones come up and use Google, and I couldn't find it. But look at that. Look at that. So be careful of this. Vaccinated women are now lying about their vac status as more men see them as infertility risk. Because they are. 
so are the men. The men are also for like that's that was one of my uh, initial suspicions. Remember the children of men scenario I talked about that? Uh, hey, if you want to depopulate the uh, the world real fast uh, and effectively, you want to go after the women and the children. You want to you want to uh, sterilize them because uh, you know that way you're fucked. Even if you don't even get the men, it doesn't matter if the women are all infertile. No more babies. Population falls off a cliff. And if you get them when they're young, well, that just cuts it right off at the, you know, they're not even of the age of reproduction anyway. So that's, you know, right at the root, right at the root. And uh, what was the increase in miscarriages again? Pretty high. (laughs) Anybody having trouble conceit? You know what I mean? Wait, I'm waiting to see that. We're getting close to around the time where the data is going to start to, re- if that's true, the data is going to start to be pretty inescapably obvious uh, as births fall off cliff. I remember I hearing, again, just anecdotal evidence. I don't know if this is even tracked or statistically something you can follow or find. Um, a couple of nurses I talked to, um, and people have you know wrote in and, and said similar things. That uh, uh, There's one story in particular that I remember uh, clearly was that uh, – did I already – oh, man. Oh, this is a double shot. Whoops. Oh, wait. It's the last one anyway. Well, it's almost over. So. Um, that uh, fr- friends of theirs, the friends of the family, they had their baby, and she was so happy and relieved. She, she was brought to tears, and they were like, what's wrong? They thought something was wrong with the baby. And they're like, no, I'm just so happy because there's been nothing but miscarriages on this floor for a fucking week. Or uh, stillbirths. Like way above normal, it was horrifying, a nightmare, you know. And like, oh my god, finally a lot. That's everything went right for once. That's not a good sign. How many? How much more of that is going on? Oh, I. I, I remember some of the. Uh, the uh, the the bad guys, I guess, whatever you want to call them people that like to shit on me and everybody else that thinks this way laughing about it like oh my god <laughs> hysterical much that was one of the con- uh, hysterical much uh nope this is i said it a year ago and i'm sticking with it this is the most evil per- evil scheme has ever been perpetrated in human in the history of human race um this pales in comparison to anything else that's ever been attempted at least there's a uh, some honesty in like invading a country. It's obvious what you're doing. I mean, you're sending uniformed men to kill like, well, okay. You're lying and manipulating and sneakily, you know, stealing from and poisoning people. And while lying to their face, telling them it's good for them. I would rather, I'd rather face a a hostile ground force invasion any day of the week than deal with this level of fucking, uh, sickness. Angry and frustrated with the unvaccinated. PM's comments come after Macron vowed to pressure France's vaccine holders. Bring it. Let's go. Stop fucking around. Stop beating around the bush. Let's just do it. You know and I know how this is going to end. government do you not know i know i know what you're going to do before you do or at least uh before you're willing to tell people anyway maybe that's why you don't like me so much (laughs) we both know where this is going 
I've been uh, looking at it and trying to wrap my head around that for a couple of few years now. So just do it. Stop being a coward. Come on, come get it. Force me. Why do you think I started saying that? Make me. Fuck you. Fuck you, Justin Trudeau. Fuck you, Aaron O'Toole. Fuck you, Jagmeet Singh. Fuck everybody in your parties. Pierre, I'm not impressed with you. I know you're doing your best, but, um, dude, you got to... If I was him, I would honestly, after that speech, like, here's the situation, and uh, in closing, I resign immediately, and I'm taking my family, and I'm leaving the country, and you guys have fun with your dumpster fire of, of bloodshed and madness that is about to befall all of you. Your ignorance and your idiocy, your short-sightedness, your greed, your egotism, all these negative traits, everything, it all combined into a perfect storm of uh, lunacy, which now, it doesn't threaten the stability of the country. It has uh, destroyed the stability of the country, and it's only a matter of time. How long until the building falls down? I don't know, but it's coming down one way or another. Uh, It's not structurally sound. It's going to happen. It's crumbling already. Look. Pick at the wall. Like, the walls are falling apart, man. You feel it wobbly? It's not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to do that. I'm getting the fuck out of here before it goes. I don't know which one of you idiots is going to be the last one in the building to decide, maybe we should leave. It's going to be way too late. If I was him, that's what I would do. I would just, I'd just quit. I'm like, see ya. His wife is from where? Columbia or somewhere or some fucking place? Go there. That's what I would do if I was him. Right? See you later. I think I've done all I'm going to do. Like, wouldn't that make a fucking statement? The liberals would love that. And I'd be like, good. Like, no one in his own party supports him anyway. They tried to fire him and bury him somewhere. This is crazy to live through. I never thought, like, it would, I mean... It looked. It always appeared like the risk that this could happen was there, and then I was kind of like, "Oh my god!" And I, we talk about it a lot, but like it's ha- it's actually happening. It's actually happening. Nine trillion dollars. Nine trillion dollars. And the comments on on Twitter from people like acting like it's not a. They're like acting like Pierre Polyev doesn't know about finance. He doesn't know how it works. Like, oh, nice playing with numbers again. I see. Oh, he's trying to make just scare people. Like, just absolute in like it's scary. When you realize that most of the people around you are dumb as fuck, is is not a, is not good. Um, <laughs> you know, I like to use military terms. Like, imagine getting ready to just step off on an attack. You know, the fucking division's about to move out, and you're one of the officers, and you're like, all right, like trying to sort everything out, and everyone around you is like eating glue and like. <laughs> One guy's pissing on another guy's face while he's asleep, and you're just like, what the? That guy's literally huffing gas. One guy's just walking in circles saying, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. And you're like, oh, my God, everybody's, we are going to die. We are going to die. This is, this is, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but. Fortunately, the opportunity. See, there's always a there's always a double ed double. You know, I don't know if it's a Japanese or a Native American. I can't remember now. But it, basically, it's an opportunity. 
as as awful and, and screwed up and as <laughs> it's all gonna burn. It's all gonna come apart, which creates an opportunity. Chaos is an opportunity. Um, and once it comes, the stability goes out the window. This goofball, he is not the kind of person that is going to be... Well, I mean, look at his stupid face. You got Freeland over there on the screen. This guy, this idiot's wearing a mask for no reason. Like, these people are not equipped to deal with what's going to happen. And the real serious, real savage, real cunning, uh, you know, smarty smart people that that are out there that would love to sit in that chair are going to uh, make a run for it, too. They're going to take... They're going to come at you, buddy. And you're not smart enough to fight them off. They're going to fuck you up. They're more resourceful for, than you. They want it better than you. They're smarter than you. Um, the only reason uh, that Trudeau is where he is is because of who his father is. And and because and of who his father was. And the connections and the money that he has. It's the only reason. Trudeau didn't get there on merit. This fucking guy in Freeland. Like it's all it's just a big mafia. Freeland too. Connected. Rich. The whole thing. That's why they're there. That's why I'm not afraid of them. Imagine if you had a sports team that, because that's how sports is supposed to work. You know why the, you know, the 2002, whatever, just pull a year out of my ass. Was it 98? Remember the, the Detroit Red Wings had a real good hockey team one year with Iserman and Shanahan, that whole kind of thing. Do you know why they were so good? Because they kept picking players to put on the team that were the best at what they did. And eventually they were so good that nobody could beat them. And they won like three cups in five years or something. Imagine if they put people on the Detroit Red Wings because of who their parents were. Regardless of if they were terrible hockey players, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> They're related loosely to the Gretzkys. So that's who's playing defense. Can't skate, doesn't matter. That's a Gretzky, you know? That's that's who's running our country. And they're not good at it. In fact, they're terrible at it. They're just doing what they're, they think that to, to govern and to lead the country is to do what they're told uh, based upon what their, their rich financial backers tell them to do. Because of what George Soros tells them to do. What the Koch brothers tell them to do. What the Bronfman family tells them to do. And what they want is not what's good for you. It's what's good for the Bronfman family. The end. They're clueless, idiotic, mindless puppets. That's what we're up against? This is the best you have. I hope they got like, you know, I don't hope. I hope this I hope this really is their big plan and they're all just sitting there high on the hog used to winning for decades and decades. Like, you know what I mean? This isn't the these are not their grandparents. This isn't the original Habsburg dynasty. This isn't the DuPont family of the 1920s. This is not, you know, the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds of the old time. These are the spoiled rich garbage, you know, great grandchildren of real, you know, kings and menaces and cunning, you know, cutthroat, uh, you know, businessmen. These are their spoiled kids. And much like that, I'm going to read you a story here for a minute. Won't take long. I'm going to kind of skip through it, but you'll get the idea. It's called, it was authored by Simon Black via thesovereignman.com, the imbecile king who put his foot on the gas pedal. Charles II was only three years old when he became the supreme ruler of the Spanish Empire in 1665, but anyone who took just one look at the child knew they were all doomed. He was a genetic uh, freak show because they were all inbred and so on and so forth. But it's not super... The point is, he's an, he was not his great-grandparents and so on. 
Spain had been a dominant European superpower only a century prior to Charles II. It had vast colonies all over the world, a terrifying army and navy, and unimaginable wealth. But history proves that an empire's wealth and power never last forever. And even well before Charles took the throne, Spanish rulers were already running everything into the ground. One clear lesson from history is that empires tend to be extremely expensive, especially when you're the dominant superpower and all of your rivals are constantly waging war against you. Spain was no exception. Uh, borrowed lots of money, fought lots of wars. Desperate to make ends meet, the government also hiked taxes to exorbitant levels. Sound familiar? Government also began uh, predictably... They always do the same things, rapidly expanding the money supply and debasing its own currency, resulting in one of the worst long-term episodes of inflation in all of human history up to that point. Hold <laughs> my beer. Oh, part of this decline was because of emerging social trends. In the early 1400s and 1500s, the seas were teeming with Spanish uh, explorers. These men were regarded as national heroes. The international trade was considered a highly respected industry by the mid-1600s, however. Trade, commerce, and production had all fallen out of favor. Hmm. Also sound familiar? Things are changing and attitudes around certain types of people and classes and so on are changing. Traders and industrialists were viewed... Industrialists... Traders and industrialists were viewed with suspicion instead of esteem. Like the media, like the news, the economies in cities like Valencia, which had once been famous for its factories and high quality products, quickly decayed. And suddenly Spain found itself importing most of its goods and services from its chief rivals. Sound familiar? China. Meanwhile, the Spanish Inquisition was busy killing off thousands of intellectuals and condemning tens of thousands more to life imprisonment. Sound familiar? What was the crime of these people? Expressing independent thought that differed from the original narrative. Spain's message to the world was clear. Freedom of thought had no place in the empire, so anyone capable of innovation stayed as far away as possible. Who's, who's moving there? Who wants to move there and start a business? Nobody. And as a final point, Spain had suffered a series of embarrassing military defeats. Yeah, the Spanish Armada was uh, destroyed by the English in 1588. Hilarious. Suddenly, the rest of Europe realized that Spain was not invincible. The empire was bankrupt, economically weak, socially decayed. Bankrupt, economically weak, socially decayed. And its military was embarrassing. Sound familiar? And that was before 1665. And that's when Charles takes the throne. In other words, a weak, mentally incompetent fool was put in charge of an empire that was already in serious decline and whose chief rivals were rising rapidly. You don't need a PhD in European history to figure out how that movie ended. The situation became much worse under Charles II, and within a few decades, Spain would go on to lose a major war against its rivals that struck the final blow to its dominance. And that's when the torch passed and France became the dominant superpower, and then the UK, and then the United States, and now here we go again. It's just our turn. This cycle has been taking place for more than 5,000 years. Empires rise and fall, economies rise and fall, and no nation holds the top spot forever. It's not hard to understand why. When an economy is on the rise, people are hungry. They work hard. They save money. They're focused on the future. Governments run lean budgets and spend responsibly. They maintain a sound currency. Once an economy has reached its peak, however, priorities change. Hard work and saving are no longer prized social values. People become more focused on consuming in the present rather than investing in the future. Does that sound familiar to anybody? 
Debt levels skyrocket, government spending balloons, regulations soar. Prices rise little by little, a nation chips away at the very values and institutions that made them powerful to begin with. If fiscal responsibility made the nation wealthy, they begin printing record sums of money, engineering inflation, and in taking on mountains of debt. If capitalism made the economy prosperous, they cheer socialism. If personal freedom and self-reliance have created a strong society, they embrace totalitarianism, intolerance, and censorship, not to mention there always seems to be some rival rising power lurking, ready to take advantage of the situation. And some weak leadership like Charles II who hit the gas pedal on the way towards the precipice. The story is as old as human civilization, and while the exact circumstances today are different, the themes are very similar. What do you think about that story? Does it sound familiar? Gary Schell says, I want to be the hangman, an electric chair operator. No life check. Little twitch is okay. <laughs> no life check ever. Hell, Billy Deluxe says, what's the prime diameter of rope and daglon for... Uh... Oh, my hockey didn't work. What's going on here? Just no sound. Oh, I'll have to fix that later. <laughs> my windows, you ruined the... Mm. Oh, I did it wrong. There you go. Redacted. Jesus. That was a lot of effort to go through for a low-energy joke. That was terrible, guys. Come on. We got a Dennis Stacy. Come on. We got to let's tighten this up here. We this wasn't bad. This wasn't bad. We it was okay. It was decent. In the last 15 minutes, it all fucking goes to hell, right? Wow. I told you to pace yourselves. This we can't afford this drug but this narcotics budget is anyway. Whatever. Um uh, Windsor 519 says Italy in Italy three shots are now compulsory I saw that uh, the vax passport will now exclude all those uh, aged 50 plus who don't comply from essential life services including shops and banks some would say fireworks Italy's getting real close to going uh, full nonsense Blam says and the fathers began to rise from their chairs knowing the chore had fallen to them to put right the yeetus deletus was nigh this is from Bugalations 338 one of our priests Mika Shrednick says two people that you see doing sign language is the bilingual wholesomeness of this country. One is ASL, the other is QSL. Yes, the Q stands for cubic. Love you, big. Okay, so there's part of an explanation. So there is two different sign languages. Oh, God. Whatever, man. Whatever. Include everyone. I only like to be communicated to in uh, interpretive dance and. Um, interpretive um you know you need star wars lego specifically to act out what it is you want us to do that's the only way i like to be taught so we're going to need a, th a third and fourth little box on the screen to translate what the prime minister is saying into star wars lego interpretation and interpretive dance if you don't want to do that that's racist you're not inclusive you're very intolerant and i'm going to sue you for human rights violations i'm a giant victim everyone uh send me money wah 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 poor me i'm a big baby N.W.O. Pickley says, Lone Star Tex and I decided barbed wire can help uh, be used instead of rope. <laughs> Good. Uh, that, may, that may be a mess, but uh, we'll see. That being said, I think that's it. The imbecile king, of which there are many. It's not just Trudeau. I mean, you got Joe Biden. That, that whole thing, that's not a story in a vacuum. That's people. 
That's how it works. That's how it's always worked. When people have nothing, they, they, they want things. They work hard. They try. They suffer. They struggle. Next generation builds upon it, goes even further, does better. Maybe by two or three generations, they succeed. Finally, we've achieved something amazing. Then the next generation gets lazy. They'd rather just enjoy the fruits of the hard work that other people did to provide for them. They stop paying attention. They lose their eyes on the ball. They don't learn how to work hard or suffer or build and think about the future. They only want now, now, me, me, me. And they abandon the ways of their forefathers, which built what they have. If you want to keep what you have, you need to do the things that got you there. Keep acting and behaving and and living your lives the way that society was built upon, which made us so successful in the first place. You don't change everything. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But we had a lot of fixing to do, didn't we? A lot of people had to meddle their grimy little slime ball fucking hands into a wonderful thing we had and ruined it. And here we go again. The cycle continues. Now we're on the way down. Everything's going to implode and collapse and fall apart. And in comes the, you know, the thousand-year rule of the Chinese empire. I don't like it any more than you do, but that's what's happening. That's what's just what's realistic. Uh, we can't stop it. It is what it is. So, uh, you know, that's the world. That's where you live. It's not your responsibility. It's not really our problem, though, is it? What are we going to do about it? We all still got to be here. We all got to live our lives and make the best of it, do what we can do to try and make a little bit of a better place than it was when we got here. And if that's the struggle that we've inherited, so be it. That's where we are on the circle. We're on the way down. It's going to get shitty. That's your challenge. That's your life cycle. That's what you, those are the cards you've drawn. Protect your children. Fight the evil. Look to the future. You know, that's what we got. The rest of it is, uh, you know, only you can you only worry about the things you can control. You can control your health. You can control your physical body, your environment, you know, what's around you, who's around you, what you do with your time, what you do with your thoughts, mindfulness, protecting your, your brain from thinking crazy shit, spiraling out of control and having panic attacks. These are things you can control and make you a stronger person. And then you can help other people do the same. And then collectively, as a, as a community, the, the rest of us, we can all survive this. And come out, we don't, I don't know what's, what things are going to look like in two or three or four or five years, but I'll be fucking goddamn sure I'm, over my dead body, we're going to still fucking be here. I can tell you that right now. That's my plan anyway. I'm not going down without a fight. <laughs> You're not taking me out. I'm a survivor, bitch! I am hard to kill. I am thousands of years of stubborn ginger beard men that will just not die. Because that's still here. World wars, all of it. Still here. Three kids, there's, you know, good luck. I am scared of the face in the mirror. NWO Pickley, Mika Shrednick, Jaded Mandarin on Rumble, thank you very much for that very uh, generous. Who was the other one? Was it Todd Salerno? Simone de Bigate. Blams, Windsor 519, Hellbilly Deluxe, Gary Schill, the Sheriff, Dan the Raging Canadian, Hellbilly Deluxe, Vertiboy, Lone Star Texan, Voodoo 1, NYC Bit, thank you very much, sir, Johnson 666-007, Night Rider 3, TYZ 49, Dirtbag Welder, James Edwards, Pilot Mike, Blams, uh, the Boot and Blue Taco. Filthy Weasel, Fisher of Men, the Ferryman, Liquid Boog, thank you very much. Scott Baker, you too, brother. Uh, 
Scotian Lady, Knight Rider 3, Dave Davidson, Zodiac. I got you already. Old Guard, Chelsea, One Brown Eye, Tassos Plattis, CRJ, Robert O'Leary. Drops a sense. How are you doing? Nice to see you again, sir. Todd Salerno, Robert Illegal, Julie Mora, Evidence Violates TOS, Zool McBoog, Plaid Padre, and everyone else. Thank you very much. Rumble, YouTube, tw- all, all the places and things. 100,000 downloads. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. Here's to, here's to some more. Thank you, guys. Propatria, six temperatures. Join us on Telegram, t.me slash Raging Dissident. Um, Instagram, Gab, Getter. Uh, there's another TikTok somewhere, I think, maybe. Um, I don't know. The website. Just go to the goddamn website, RagingDistant.com. And uh, I'll be back. I got an interview with the Crucible people tomorrow. And then Friday, I'll be back with another one. Uh, please take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next time. Have a very bigoted week. <laughs> Remainder of your week. All right, Phil. Um, I am now going to. Uh, I am going to go drink that bottle, but not on camera because it would be embarrassing. <laughs> Love you guys. Propat! Death to Stalin! He's faking gay. Fuck him. What? What happened, Phil? What was that? What do you don't what you're that hard up that you're trying to dig out remnants out of the keyboard? You have one job. You just press play on the music and then you turn it off. That's all you have to do. And you're just you're just vacuuming that you got look, you got straws in both nose, Phil. Both nostrils now. Is there a point? I mean, does that what it, it helps the flow. What does that mean? No, I don't, I don't know about Advanced Cocaine Narcotics 101. I don't, know. I've never seen this before because I'm, you know, not a scumbag. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. You have a serious problem. I mean, who even taught you this? You taught it to Nikki Six. That doesn't surprise me. Are you okay? Like, are you even going to, do I need to hire someone else? You got it? You're going to be... Okay. All right. I'm just... Uh, well, we, we definitely need a new keyboard. Because you ripped you ripped a bunch of the keys out trying to get at some crumbs or something. Fuck me. No, fuck you. Whatever, man. Fine. We'll talk about this later. <laughs>